Do we have headphones if levels. you want to wear them? It's up to you. It's yours too. Oh, yeah, let's do a little loud. Oh, these are yeah. great. Tell me when. A little loud. Keep going. Right there sounds about right. What about you, John? Tell me down. Probably emulate a little. Just, probably right there. Right there. Do you want okay. to hear me? We'll have a little bit of the AC, but I'll be able to take it out in post, I think. Nice. Hopefully. This is rad. All right. What do you think of the setup, dude? This is. Uh, <laughs> This is what do I think of it? I feel like I'm on like uh, Oprah or something. Like, yeah, like, this is wild. Like camera one, camera two, camera yeah. three. So we originally had like this giant podium here, and we had the batteries in there and everything. And this is really cool because this is literally powered by Battleborn batteries. Like, and what's cool is you told me just the other day your boat has Battleborn batteries in there. So. Yeah. What better first guest than you to have? Um, but yeah, we had this giant podium, and then we we're like, you know what? This is a mobile podcast, and we drive this thing everywhere from tournament to tournament. To tournament. So why don't we just make it like super chill? She put uh, she put the fake grass in here, and if uh, you brought the outside in, right. exactly. Yeah, like, like I want it to feel like uh, the local watering hole wherever we are. Yeah. You know, like walk in with like all the decals and stuff slapped up yeah. there. And it's like you're, you're, you're sitting outside of a like an Airbnb or like a RV. Yeah, RV park. Yeah, yeah. Like the water's right there. Right, with the pink flamingos. No, nah, it's sweet. Yeah. I love this. So, John B., John B. Rowland, John Barzacchini. Barzacchini. Is that Barzacchini? Yeah. Like a zucchini. Like Absolutely. A zucchini. That's what 90% of people say, like yeah. bar and zucchini. It's, yeah. it's a tough one. Last I, night, he was like, do you know how to say his last name? I'm like, <laughs> not at all. Not many people do. So, it's like you're in that boat with everyone else. So, really appreciate you coming over Thanks, and uh, hanging out on the pod here. Uh you know, 650,000 Instagram followers, 1.7 million YouTube subs. Yeah. Of course, co-founder of Guggen Squad, Guggen yep. Bates. You've been killing it on YouTube for a very, very long time. You and I met, what, probably actually for the first time in person just a few months ago in Florida. January. Yeah, yep. yeah, absolutely. And uh, I knew immediately I had to have this guy on, hang out with this guy. Not only do you live 30 minutes from my house, but... We went fishing the other day, and you are like the antithesis, in my opinion, of a Guggen. Of a Guggen. Yeah. Like, you know how to fish, dude. Like, it, what's kind of funny is I just gave you back your swim bait box that you brought in my boat. You left it in my boat, and I kind of went through it. Dude, you have like legit gear. Like, you know, like you have swim baits that I don't even have. Yeah. I, like, the thing is, is so, I mean, for example, I started off fishing and idolizing individuals like yourself so it was it was like there was no one to really look up to as far as being a 13 year old 14 year old yes. angler um because the people at the forefront were professional anglers you had jimmy houston like the media guys like jimmy houston too, like yeah how yeah bill dance like but the thing is is like that's something that you can aspire to be so as a kid i was like I, that was kind of a goal that was something i was trying to chase and the only way to do that was to get not only good at fishing but then figure out how to out of film so to your point with like i've got legit quote-unquote gear like that was my foundation like whatever <laughs> i saw other people using whether it be you know guys with maybe a couple hundred subscribers thousand okay. subscribers who are really good at fishing like i would be like all right i need that like i have like in there like a um what's that one so it's like a workhorse yeah uh, oh it's yeah a 316 yep they're out of texas aren't they yep. or something like that yep. so, so like i i love that kind of stuff mm -hmm. i picked up that swim bait quite some time ago and would just learn and, and tinker with things like that I'm always learning, so that's something I'm not really good at throwing those big glides. But I'm I'm an emphatic for just trying to figure out ways to get better at certain things, whether it be fishing and or filming, and then they collide too. Right. Just well, so happens. What was more impressive uh, with that swim bait box that I was kind of looking at secretly was the the 
hook marks and teeth marks on it. It wasn't like, oh, it's a brand new swim bait and like you don't buy swim baits or hang out with swim baits just to say that. Like you actually use them, so that's kind of cool. Yeah, no, I, I I try at the very least. Those those teeth marks might be from like one or two pounders, but at the very <laughs> least, like, I am I am slinging them around. You're learning, but that's no, cool. this is cool. Thank you guys for having me on yeah. this. No um, yeah, so we we linked up in February yep. or sorry January. Then we fished not too long ago, so it was cool to actually get a chance to be with you on the water. And yeah. I think what's so neat about this is like. As a kid, if you would have said I'd have been fishing with Chris out then, that'd have been like that'd have been wild. And then over here filming a podcast with you guys, that is crazy. Like I geek over that. And we, like as we as fishermen, have common ground, and that is fishing. And then from there on, like we're talking about other things we have in common, and and it's it's an awesome. Like I would say ninety percent of the people I know now, I'm close with now, have to do with the outdoors, specifically fishing. I'm not really too much in hunting, but fishing wise, like that's that's that's. Like I'll be honest, if you would have asked me like five years ago if I would be sitting down on a podcast with a Guggen, I would have said no. <laughs> yeah. Be, no, but I'll that's the cult the culture's definitely changed. It's I changed. I don't know if, if Guggens have been more welcomed or if it's just like yeah. we're so obnoxious you can't avoid the whole Guggen mentality. I, but I'll tell you on on my end, just watching y'all's commitment, like it wasn't just like a, a cash grab and I, I that's the only way I know to put it, but like you guys came in and at first I was like, whoa, what's going on? But then you like showed like you cared, like you were taking yeah. steps that to me, I was like, oh, these people are here to say like they really want to build something that's good. And for me that, you know, it won me over. Yeah, we no, we definitely did. And that's that is something that people still are tentative about maybe some folks that and you know we're not trying to get everyone to well, believe in, in and you're just in your change. That's any sort of change in anything. Yeah, it's expected to have like people like idiots like me be like, well, I think I think just what people just weren't like ready for. Like, I think what we were after is um, first and foremost, like we just were a group of guys. Originally, it was um, I want Well, let's see. I'm going to do some quick math. There's a reason why I dropped out of college. So it was was basically (laughs) like at at the start, it was like five guys. One of the guys uh, wasn't feeling up to it because we kind of were saying, hey, let's all make a central hub in texas right. texas as far as bass fishing goes is with the, the exception zero. of maybe yeah. florida or yeah. california yeah. not so much yeah, but maybe yeah, at yeah. the time yeah. is like ground zero that's the like hub for bass fishing outdoors so like we all kind of said i think at the time our company was evaluated our company we had an llc it was right. uh it had a valuation of maybe like 10 grand and we all put out <laughs> like we all put like our money that we had earned from youtube right. awesome. put forth in the company put forth on the uh the deposit on this house that we had rented uh we were kind of going around that that model of like, let's all just be Guggens. And you know, if you don't know Guggen basically just means like terrible angler, like yeah, yeah. not, not a Which good angler. What's so cool about the name. Yeah. Really and I, I think the biggest part of why we're able to have fun is we try not to take ourselves too seriously. Um, sometimes that's hard because I want to, we also want to become, we're going to come across as like people that, Hey, like we can give you some information. We can try to help you catch fish. But most importantly, what we're trying to preach is like, just go out there and grab a rod, hit Just it from the fun. bank. Yeah, get a kayak. Like, if you've got a boat, great. But, like, I didn't start off doing that. I, when I grew up in Illinois, I had a bike and a couple rods. I had, like, two or three hours after school. I would rip on over, like, two miles to the pond. Nice. And bro, you'd have to pry me with a spatula to get off the water. And I would just, like, just learn. I, you know, I think the first couple of times I'd fish, I had, like, a six-foot casting, like, uh, like a cheap Daiwa, um, what were those ones, like the Procast or something yeah, like that? Yeah, yeah. Or sure. Strike Force. That's sure. what it was. Oh, yeah. And I had, like, a little Bitsy jig, and uh, I would just take that on points and just drag it around. I had no idea what I was doing. I'm like, is awesome. this right? Is this? Yeah. And I catch Chicago, a Chicago, Illinois. Yeah. Wow, like, dude. suburbs of Chicago, and uh, 
fishing ponds and the best thing is, is when you catch a fish and it's like, oh, nice, I can figure this out. And then furthermore, I was like, I had a camera. My mom had a camera. So I would literally like steal her camera and, and wow. use it for videos to try to figure out how to uh, just document my learning process while also maybe entertaining a few folks. Nice. And that was the weirdest thing is watching people also uh, gravitate towards those videos. Like, why, why would anyone watch some kid who knows not like literally nothing about bass fishing wow. learn it but it was because other people were in the same position yeah, so were, it's you, a learning process for them you're making stuff while you were learning how to do things yeah, like that was, people appreciate that yeah, like that was the honest teaching approximately what six seven eight years ago Damn, you figure dude, when you that first, was like, like first 10. started picking up a camera 10 yeah, I yeah. Think so it was about 10 years, like 10 years ago okay so i've been on tour for 10 years and so my so about the same time so like 2012 2013 you know, my like reach or commitment to to fishing was a completely different model, and it was this professional bass fishing thing that right. that you know KVD and Ike and Swindle and all those guys had set for such a long for decades. Right? Rick Clun, you know, they set that kind of professional model for so long, and then all of a sudden this comes along. And at the same time, you at the same time YouTube's growing, and you guys have like I mean, everyone knows it. Like I mean. Y'all's fan base is just like grew and grew and grew and grew. Whereas like the professional fishing model seemed like it had a cap, it had a ceiling and you guys just like took off. And, you know, just seven, eight years ago, if you were to, you know, Google, you know, uh, bass fishing, all those YouTube videos would pop up. You wouldn't see me. You wouldn't see us. You'd hardly see Kevin Van Dam. You'd see you guys. Which was weird because we didn't think we had like a, a place in the industry at all. It's and crazy. It, I think a lot of it was accidental like if i'm being honest like i know individuals like rob he had that that in mind and he wanted to grow the brand he wanted to attach the faces to a brand and, and then potentially grow that from a bait side of things or product side of things yeah my my big passion has always been like media like if you and know teaching I, too i seem I like would, you love teaching yeah i like teaching yeah. and i like people make i like i like when people are like come up to me and say hey i love that video nice. and that they're like they pick out a specific moment and that that to me is really cool and I don't know. I mean, I, I think I think like if I had the choice of between making a lot of money off baits or products or media or having like maybe a million subscribers and all these eyes, I would rather choose that. Like that right. to me is Dude. extremely more valuable from like a personal standpoint, maybe from a business standpoint. Yeah. Like I've always said that like when my videos don't like do necessarily as good as previous ones, it like kills me. Or like, nice. you know, and yeah. you, can, you can reflect that off of like yeah. you might have just won a derby, sure. but then your next one is shit. And it's sure. just like exactly that's your art yeah. that's your form of art yeah you yeah. have you have to be always like if you're always content if you're a content person where you're at then that's i think healthy and good but for the people maybe like ourselves it's yeah, it's a constant drive to right. keep doing better one thing i noticed since linking up with you guys over the last few months is and you say these words and people are listening you hear about these words and and, and working hard and grinding and building building build you guys work extremely hard like extremely hard like it's and we talked about the other day it's like a different type of grind us as tournament anglers we spent all this time you know daylight to dusk out there fishing grinding out traveling all these miles but you guys wake up and think okay what can i film today what can i shoot today and earlier in your career it was like okay then go edit the rest of the evening yeah. put out the video the very next day and see results but most people don't realize like how hard you guys actually work whether it's podcasting whether it's, it's just filming content both for the Guggen squad side and the john b side i mean that's like unreal like, i think stupid. honestly i think i think the amount of work is is very mirrored if not it, the the scale tips to either which way with yeah. what 
you know, you guys are doing too. It's a lot of traveling. Like we travel, but we can cut corners. We can fly to places and then maybe link up with someone who's already got a boat right. there, who already knows like nice. it, there, there are different moments. I don't want to use the, this word, but for lack of better terms, like cut corners on things just so we can necessarily, or maybe put forth a little more energy into like oh, the content side, side of things. Yeah. yeah. Whereas like fishing, it's like, I mean, I've literally posted videos where I don't catch anything. <laughs> yeah. When can you like in, in, yeah. in your world, when can you just come in with an empty live well and be like, well, I might've gotten something of this. Like, no, like that's, I'm not going to speak for you. Yeah, yeah, it's not an option. I struggle with that shit all the time. So Johnny, Johnny's our, my film guy, right? And I'm like, dude, we didn't catch it today. It sucks today. Let's not, let's, let's just, let's, let's just shit can it. Yeah. And Johnny's like, whoa, 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 wait a second. And then like you guys are like, let's put it up there anyway. Yeah. People resonate with that. 100%. People never catch it all the time. Like that's okay. You're a human, you know? You get and, to, le you get to level with a lot of people. And like myself too, you get to level with, with people who are watching your videos, whoever is watching your videos. Yes. Because if you're out there and a hero all the time, it's yep. like. Right. And I just it's tough. And it's, that right there is a difference, the black and white difference between a professional bass fisherman and a so called YouTuber. But yep. you guys are more just personalities. Like you guys are cool ass dudes that love to fish. We all love to fish. Like that, like it's so crazy to think about like what she said, six, seven, eight years ago. Like we never thought we'd be like hook up with you guys and, and chill with you guys. You guys are cool dudes that absolutely love fishing. You guys just happen to hold a camera the whole time and show the whole world. And the other thing too, like I've been I've been catching a lot of within the industry oh you're you know you're hooking up with the googans now you're a googan now no i'm not a googan now i'm hanging out with these guys because they get it they absolutely get it we you know 2019 when this mlf bass split happened it's like everyone was talking about growing the sport and these guys are going to grow the sport no you know you were trying to own the sport and no one has grown the sport more than you guys and that, that i will take that to the grave because you guys have put more eyeballs on the sport of bass fishing than anyone has in the last Third, third, like three decades, like 30, 30 years, hands down, period. And it's crazy to see as I'm driving down the road, sporting your guys' logo and, you know, in the videos, you know, popping up with you guys and everything. It's like I have more people honking at me like, oh, yeah, dude. And they think yeah. I'm someone else. They think I'm you or Rob or whatever. And it's just like, no, I think, that, I, think they, I think they know who they're like. I want to go back to that, like the fact that you're catching, which is at first it made sense to me because we – you know, like we didn't have much to, we didn't have much to back us. Like we were just videos. And that's something, cut you off just for a second. I wanted to ask, like, do you understand uh, the hate from, it's only that core tournament angler that's really seeing yeah. it. Do you understand that? I understand it. I understand it from a biased perspective. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Only. And I think the best way that I can, I can probably gather as to why that, it, and First and foremost, I want to say that that if it's not always good to focus on that kind of shit, but I do right. think it needs to be recognized. Yeah. Like there's there's there is constructive criticism sure. out there for sure, even if it's coming from people outside uh, our demographic or reach. Right. I think a lot of it comes from uh, confusion, not understanding how. Like why 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 would you give a couple of kids or a couple of dudes the time of day who don't tournament fish or don't catch shit or you know maybe their biggest bass is like eight pounds or like they just filmed the video where they didn't catch anything on, yeah. on lake fork you know right. amazing lake. like right, right why would you why would anyone want to watch them and like the best way i can describe this is like you know you as a person who doesn't like watching those videos aren't the rest of the other the exactly. vast majority you have to understand yep you're you might be 30 40 50 years old but there is a huge uh generation of anglers coming up who have nothing to base 
you know, their, their future fishing yep. uh, endeavors on. Yep. And a lot of times those kids live in the suburbs. Yep. They don't have a place to put a boat. They may not have yep. money to put, like, put down on a boat. They may only can afford like a Walmart kayak. Yep. And like when you see a guy going Mach 90 down, down the water and he pulls up to a stump, flips and catches a 10 pounder. It's like, people know that that, they can't do that. Like I I couldn't even do that. Like seriously, like, and, and, and I think that people are like, okay, well, what's the next best thing I can watch that I can relate to? And it's, it's maybe some video of a kid throwing a a glide or a jig at a pond and just hammer. I'm like, okay, that's where I'll start. There has to be some sort of starting point for me. I watched a lot of smaller, I like actually watched a lot of guys. Unfortunately, they don't make YouTube videos anymore, but I watched a lot of fishing YouTubers. They only had a couple hundred subscribers, but I would go back and forth and I would, nice. I would converse with them. I'd, I'd watch their videos. They'd give me tips. And, and that, those are the people that I was able to directly reach out to. Yes. And that's something we try to do in the comments. Even now, today, I, I try to do a better job on it, but I'll, I'll reach out to people. I'll talk to people, answer a comment, whether it's a thank you or like, yeah. you know, what, uh, what color, what color braid was that? Or like, yeah. what, what kind of. How long was that worm? It was like four and a half. I try to like just correspond with yeah. them. And that's something that I don't think enough people, I don't think people do that enough. Yeah. Um, like from the tournament side of things, like just like leveling with folks, being super relatable yeah. is, is huge. And it is so, I will say from personal experience, as like a 14, 15 year old who, and I still do idolize, but at the time very much idolize professional anglers. Did you see a guy in a rap boat and in a, in a rap truck and all this shit? And he's like, got his jersey on like that's fucking intimidating yeah like i don't know like i don't yeah. want to walk up to them yeah. because like like i don't want to i don't want to like piss him off or you know like yeah. that guy's really good. i'm not gonna waste his time um and i know some people are way more way more open about that and charismatic but for me personally i was like yep. nah i'm just gonna stay in my lane i'll, yep. I'll, I'll watch them from the sidelines yep. but all you professional bass fishermen out there listen to this guy because i mean he absolutely gets it and all your sponsors professional bass fishermen they should all be thanking guys like like John B and the, and the Googans because they introduce the next generation to your sponsors, potential customers. They introduce these kids, this next generation, to the sport of bass fishing. We never did that, professional anglers. We never did that, and these I guys think, did. I think, I you, think, you, I think you, you did in the beginning. Some, Me, I'm yeah. a perfect example because sure. I, sure. I didn't have anything to look at. On a smaller scale, and, and, you guys. Yeah. And when Bassmaster first started, you know, it was more on the how-to and like a lower-level like it just kept like escalating and to me and then left behind the right. beginners. I, something, something, there was a disconnect there somehow. Right. And I don't know what it is. And I think maybe we were the, the group of people to fill that void of, right. uh, becoming more of the attainable dream, right. uh, whether it could be a kid wanting to create a YouTube channel or wanted right. to get into fishing or, you know, take on a marketing position at a, a fishing company. I don't know what it was there, but like, I'm telling you straight up, like some of my favorite YouTube videos on on the internet of fishing are professional like moments like like the takahiro uh yes. moment like, oh, like yeah. i knew it that, that kind of stuff yeah. or yeah or um i'm drawing a blank uh that late that crazy hundred pound sack for what three or four days on falcon uh oh yeah why can't i think of yeah, his name? any of those uh terry scroggins or or uh no, the jelly worm video oh yeah paul elias paul yeah, elias that guy. Where he's on his knees cranking like <laughs> yeah. that those are those are videos that I, and i I, pre- I watch a lot of my peers videos and stuff like that i i dig it i'm down with it but there is still a lot of professional anglers out there that like that can be that for kids. Um, and not even want to say kids, like people my age, like I'm right, twenty, sure. almost twenty seven years old, and sure. like you just there's just got to be a nice balance. Sure, I think. Yep. And I agree. I I, I, I don't dis- and I guess it hurts me when not it doesn't hurt me, but it confuses me. When some people say like you know like fuck the Googans, whatever. Right, That's totally right. fine. Yeah, I'm across the board. I don't discriminate. I watch everything as far as content based goes. I keep up to date. Like yeah. I appreciate the bank angler and the guys who only throw swim baits or the guys that only fish 
on the top, top of the level tier. I, so yeah, I, you I, got to. I mean, yep. it's, it's fishing, yep. bro. Like, there should be no ill ill will towards anyone. Like, it must have been two or three years ago. I was like looking at my Instagram. I, I I had a good finish on swim baits or something like that. I, you either like liked or or commented on a photo or video or something, or or like saw a story of mine. I told her, or she told me, like, "Oh, John B. liked you, liked your shit," and I was like, "Oh man, that's because I follow cool. it. Yeah. I love that yeah. stuff, man. Yeah. I, I I love when people are up. I love when when." I'm like, I'm, I'm, what hurts me most is like other guys get shit. Like, I'm like, oh, like even like, like content creators, YouTubers and professional anglers. Like when I see comments, like, I'm like, there's no no room for that, man. And I I know some of it's satire and some of it's funny and like, you got to have a little bit of it, but what, what, what bugs me is like when other people get it who don't deserve it. And when it crosses that line from being like funny to like bitter. Yeah. 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 yeah, You can, you can almost, you can almost cut right through the bitterness and be like, ah, this person's just having a day man yeah it's miserable the best example or the best thing that i I keep in the back of my head is like whoever's commenting that is not commenting that on a boat on top of schooling fish oh yeah they're they're pissed they're They're at home it's (laughs) either snowing in their home state yeah like their boat is in the shop or they don't have a boat their wife hates them that's what i always yeah their wife just got done yelling on telling (laughs) them they couldn't buy another rod so they're just gonna (laughs) complain about the guy that's got 20 rods um but not Aside from that, I don't want to focus on the negative negativity, right. but it is good to acknowledge it and, yep. and try to figure out, like, you know, not to spend too much time and be like, what's going on here? Yeah. Even for me, like, I, I got a lot of hate and and maybe I didn't acknowledge it, but behind the scenes, I would kind of like look within and be like, okay, what part of this hate do I deserve? Right. So like, honestly, like, what, like, take, because there was some truth to some of it. Sure. Like, so take that and use that. To, for me to be better and then also acknowledge how much of it is just you know bullshit yeah yeah, yeah. it's it's like mis- it's like that it's it's that blurred um constructive criticism where it doesn't really come off as yeah constructive right. but yeah. maybe it's like yeah. yeah no that did suck yeah that did suck and yeah i'll try again uh like when someone's like this video sucks and i'm like nah, it, it, it did, did suck, suck. Yeah. Like, you, you've like in a from a tournament aspect it's like Man, you really like you really slouched off, and you think to yourself, like, "Yeah, and I probably shouldn't have done that, or whatever." It's but right. it, it, it's crazy how you read some of those negative comments like that. And literally, when you go to bed at night, it's like you like hear and and read that comment over and over it's, again. You're it's like, hard. Hey, and the only thing you could it's do not to, I, and to yeah, and that, like it resonates for like two or three days. The only thing you could do is, is do like Rod does and use it as fuel. Like no one, yeah. like no one, like uses the hate as feel yeah. better than Rob Turkwood, like yeah. no doubt and uh extremely su- successful dude and everything. But yeah, those little, those li- everyone's got a pedestal right nowadays, blah, blah, blah. We heard it a million times before, but I mean, you just got to use that. There's all the mean page, mean pages and stuff like that. They're hating, they're hating on you for a reason, right? You're doing something, you're off your ass getting after it, you know, uh, you know, whether you're, you're making money or, or making a, a statement or making a, a name for yourself in the sport. You just got to keep going, man. Using that as fuel is is a really good yeah. suggestion, and yeah. I, I I've done that in the past, and it yeah. helps. Um, you know, I don't I don't see a whole lot of really nasty. Like the majority of the feedback I see that's right out there in front of me is pretty good right yeah. now. Yeah, but yeah. like good. you were saying, starting up, it was it was wild, man. Yeah, it I got bet. ugly a couple I times, bet. like people in person. Uh, oh, people, yeah, yeah. Uh, like I was at like, meetups and stuff, or, or not necessarily or not like ambushes. Ambushes. No. Yeah, ambushes, but they would tend. They usually would be from afar. Yeah, uh, I have a video on this, just for example. And it was, it was like it was a younger guy, probably a couple years younger than me. Uh, they, they like, I think, I think they wanted their like five seconds of fame. I reckon 
but I was fishing with my buddy in um, Michigan, and we were filming like a, a bowfin video. We weren't even bass fishing, yeah. and uh, we were trying to catch a bowfin. And they, uh, we were pu- we were pulling up to the spot next to the ramp, and they were pulling out. And uh, the kid like flicked me off and like said "fuck you," and I'm like, I'm like, wait a minute, Jesus what's this all? About? I want to, I want this is an opportunity for me to really like in person meet an individual like this. Yeah. Um, which I was actually really excited to do. It was nice, not like one of those dude. moments where I was like, oh you were no, feeling good that day. Yeah. I was feeling alright, yeah. even though the fishing sucked. Right, right. So I, I got off and I was like, I was like, what's up? I was really calm. I said like, what was that that you said? Um, and his buddy, I don't think any wanted to take any sort of accountability for what right. his friend said. So he was like in the truck and he was fixing up all the rods and he's like nothing man i just said have a good day i'm like no 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 i want you to say it to me now that i'm here i got a little bit too much on the muscle but that was one of those instances where i was like i was like damn bro like there is some people out there that are just bitter they just like are pissed off but then when you when you really do confront them and you have a face-to-face opportunity they generally back off and and they realize that you know it's not that serious yeah it's not that deep it's not that serious and i think you know, if you got to talking to some of these people, you'd have more in common with them yeah. than you would actually have, um, you know, that, that, that you'd have reasons to disagree upon. But aside from that, like, I, I think I think it's good. I think a little bit of a little bit of that, uh, that that hate is, is definitely a some spice. Keep you some going. Fuel, yeah. some fire yeah. and light up on your ass. But I, I yeah. will tell you this, like the, the biggest thing that obviously has probably helped all of our careers out is just like the endless support that we get from these diehard folks sure. that nice. are always showing up. Uh, to weigh ins always showing up to videos yep. and yeah. they're like genuinely genuinely passionate about it. and i think everyone everyone has to have like a role model everyone has to have someone right. to root for i've got people i root for i've got people that i look up to and that i try to like not strive to be but like take some of their qualities and apply it to what i got going on but yeah. no I, it's, nice. it, it's it sucks man fishing is, can be there's a toxic side to it it's, no absolutely it's nuts especially in tournament fishing yeah, yeah. i think that'd be a safe place I know. No. is it the competitiveness like what causes is it an ego thing it's an ego thing yeah totally fishermen period i don't care who they are there's such an ego that it is the nuttiest thing yeah. not like fishermen are the worst yeah we know a couple NASCAR guys too, and they it's the same thing. It's a PGA guy. I'm sure it's all the same thing. When it's a single man well, sport, single woman sport, whatever. That competitiveness everyone, yeah. leads into ego yeah. and think yeah. like, you know, well, you, you I come think in. also too on the tournament side, there's not a ton of money. And so and and tournament anglers feel like there should be more money and that yeah. these companies should be spending more yeah. on them. Yep. And yep. though and then to see you guys come in and like yes. being successful on the business side, they're like what you the know, f- exactly. Yeah, how dare yeah. you? Dude, yeah, we saw how it. Dare you? Dude, we because saw it four or even, five years ago. Oh, yeah. Even without you guys around, there's that. Okay, Already. he got paid. Yeah. Why is he getting paid? Yeah. Or why are they giving him attention? Yeah. You I know, you just got to do, do better. Do better. Yeah, if exactly. You, yeah, if you point, if you're the type of person, listen, this goes for anything. If you work at Staples, if you're working at corporate office at yeah. Motorola, like yeah. if you're the type of person to say, well, why he and not me? You're, that's you're yeah. you're, you're automatically you're just right. not not yep. a well like mentally sound person yeah and you probably won't you probably Don't won't ever get it. to sure. that position sure. unless you hit a scratch off ticket and you win a million dollars good luck <laughs> like there's no there's no shot and that's i think what a lot of us have done and that's one of the reasons why a lot of people like the folks sitting in this room right now have become successful is like i don't know i can't speak for you guys but i've never been like well why did they get no, right. so why did they just win a million because right. they fucking deserve, deserve it because yeah, they, yep. they probably it. behind the scenes 
did a lot. Yeah. Right. Went broke a couple times. Yeah. Lost some friends. Yeah. You know, got their ass kicked. Maybe metaphorically or literally. You just yep. never know, exactly. man. You, you never know where, how these people got brought up. Or and no one. The people that are deserving are the people that actually put in the work, and the, generally people that Fucking are saying grind. Dude. Yeah, they, they grind. And that's you guys, no doubt. Yeah, what, what, it came natural. I would say it, it's. I love to do what I do. I, I I never try to be like the type of person like we grind it. Yeah. I mean, I can speak. I can't speak for the rest of you guys. I worked, but. There is always a lot more to be done. Yeah. I do it because it's a lot of fun and I, yeah. I enjoy it. Yeah. So on that, I, I've i noticed just like sitting back, each of you guys um, have your own different lanes. And you were talking about yours as media. Like that's where your passion is. So like where do you see like you taking it further? Like I, we watched your Sudan uh, series yeah. yesterday or the day before. Oh, that's awesome. Thank you. And, um, and our camera guy, Johnny, always talks about it. Yeah. And so um, like – what are your goals there? Like I, Man. and when I hear you talk, I hear like, I'm sure you get this a lot, but Jeremy Wade, like your, your narr- narration That's skills are angle. insane. Yeah. Yeah. The voice and then the how to stuff. And then you're always n- dropping knowledge. And that is primo. Well, that, that Jeremy Wade, that's a good example too. Cause like, that's a guy that just, he make he makes a lot of his notoriety just by being a good speaker. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like his he kind of, I don't want to say it cause I like the guy, but like, he Terrible. doesn't seem like he knows what he's doing. No, right? no. There's yeah, been a couple no. shots where I'm like, yeah. why did he, at yeah. the age of 18 or 16, yeah. right. I'd be like, why is he doing that? Yeah. But the one thing that he has got dialed is he's a good storyteller. Yeah. Articulate. And that is like the one thing that my dad has helped kind of get across to me is like storytelling is key. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you can go out there just from a fishing standpoint, like you can go out there and sack like a 50 pound bag. That shit's nuts. But how can you tell the story of how you got there That's from it. A to B? You can't just jump to the yep. the, the the B part or the Z part, the end yep. of the story. There's got to be some sort of progression. Um, and your old man's a school teacher, right, back in Illinois? He's, he works at a school. He's director of marketing, but okay. he teaches a lot of there people. He, yep. he has to almost, Smart in a sense, man. mentor folks yep. um, within within his realm, and he's really good at that. And so is my mom. She's an awesome storyteller. She's written a book. Written a book. Um, but to your like, I guess going back to your question, I don't know. I think – Five years ago, six years ago, I would have given the same answer. I don't really know. Like my first couple of videos, I didn't know where that was going to take me. I don't know what I'm going to do now. I would like to do more stuff like Sudan. Yeah, I'm kind of stepping a little bit away from the more like, okay, let's film a video today. Let's figure something out. The quick vloggy stuff. The quick vloggy stuff or like, let's just go to Fish a Pond. I'll always do that because that's what my audience wants to see. And I do enjoy that, getting back to the roots. But I would love to spend like an idea... I'm not going to say too much, but like an idea, like an idea that I would love to do is, is have like a, a start to finish type trip, like the never stop tour that yeah, we did sick, with, with yep. Eric, like that to me, I want to do more stuff like that, more right. long form, spend a month to get six videos, yeah. right. which is a ton of work yes. and it sucks up a ton of time, especially yeah. now being a, a dad. Yeah. Congratulations, uh, by the way. Thank That's you awesome. so much. Yep. Yeah. Little Mila, right? Yeah, Myla. Yep. Myla. Yeah, yep. yeah Myla. she's uh, she's uh, she's great, and she's keeping me home right now, Good like for you, dude. by choice. That's awesome. Um, you know, but I, I think I, I, that's what I see myself doing. Right. You know, more more long form content and storytelling that's what we want to do with johnny's really into it he's really good and that's what our our camera guy he stresses he does all the editing too is storytelling and he yeah. says like the reason why he's good at it is because he's a good writer he knows how, uh, to, how yeah. to develop yeah. a story and so it you know i don't know on your side you guys are really good but on the tournament side we got a lot of like kids with really fancy equipment but they can't yeah. Well, that's that story. Z. That's yeah, that Z. Z. You're, you're, already, you're already, you're yep. already made it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And can't tell a story <laughs> yeah, to save tough. their life. Yeah, it's you tough. Know? 
that's one of the things uh you know growing up i used to watch espn2 and watch you know the, the bassmaster studios try to put a story together whether it's the takahiro thing like you know well that's a story see how it builds up yeah yeah now, that is awesome that's yeah. that's what holds a, a potential tournament you know the future tournament anglers uh attention like telling those stories but think about a guy like mark zona or or, or dave mercer like they're always you know constantly trying to come up with like storylines to help portray this to, think about it. it's bass fishing it's like yeah. tournament bass fishing but how do you make it cool how do you make the audience you know feel something right you got to tell the story so like when you say your dad harps on you about being able to tell a great story that's the whole key like that that's that's it that is it you can't be boring you no. look at some of these aspiring either YouTubers or professional bass fishermen, it's great. You're out there catching 10-pounders on swim baits. But if you can't talk, if you can't tell a story, it doesn't matter. I know. I, that's what I, – I punch air when I see these really good anglers. Yeah. Um, and they maybe they, they're, they're either like confined with their own emotions yeah. or they just don't care about yeah. it, yep. which is totally like to each their own. But I like – there's been people where I've met in the past, I'm like, you are such a good angler. Your, your story as a person is insane. Yep. Tell it. And you're already making videos. Just, like, try to open up. And yeah. it's like, yeah. ah, there's, uh -huh. there's hesitancy there. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, damn. Because, like, like, like I said prior, like, I, I am more passionate about rooting for other people sometimes at a fault than putting forth effort on, on my own, own end, um, creating my own stories. Like, I would love to hear if, other people's if stories. you could, like, you're talking about some pro anglers. Like, what pro anglers do you see that you wish, like, if you could help them build their brand and and put their story out there like if you had all the infinite time and money in the world to spend on someone else like who who would be at the top of that list that's a tough question that is tough dropping I, names i don't i don't mind dropping names at I all like, I, I, I like there's no names. yeah yeah i mean i don't i don't i don't mind it at all i i think That'd be a tough one. I would love to. I would love to get some of the stories of some of the guys that are coming over from Japan to fish. Yeah, dude. I mean, I don't think people. I don't know. I don't realize it. I don't think people really realize like what that takes to go no. to a completely different country, yeah. not know the language, yeah. leave their family, leave their family, right. and then put everything on the line to go catch a green fish. Yeah. And I. That's another thing that I watch content wise. I don't speak Japanese. I don't I, I probably could have guessed that yeah. um but i i gravitate towards those videos yeah they're so and talk about energy yeah right. the anglers over there the genre i mean this is a country where, yeah yeah Taku, Taku, yep. these these fish are invasive over in japan yep. uh but they they bleed they sweat it and and some of the best lures and products have come over there because the japanese culture is very much revolved around you know perfecting things and being one step better than your greatest yeah. already yeah and then you take an individual like that and put them in a, a setting where a lot of people already think they're hot shit and it's yeah. like i would i don't know i couldn't i couldn't honestly name names not for any specific reason but i think one of those one of those anglers that come over from you yeah, know a, a different call. country who don't speak the language and then just figuring out what it took to get them there i think that'd be beautiful i think that's i think that's call. that's a low-hanging fruit yeah. right there man yeah. um but no, I one of my favorite like the talk the talk a moment, but then the Paul Elias thing that was yeah. cool. Like they in in that video, I think Bass, I don't know who produced that, uh, but in that video they were talking about how like you know he, he was about to head out for like day two or three, and he almost forgot his worms and the worms yes. were there sitting on the yeah. kitchen counter. I'm like, that's beautiful. Yes, just that little piece right uh -huh. there makes me appreciate this moment yeah. way more. And it's it's not hard to tell a story, and you don't have to have. And I think what people trip up like you have to have really good camera gear, you have right. to have a whole team. A, a story can be told on pen and paper. It yeah. can be told with right. your iPhone. 
a flip camera, yep. a GoPro. A good story is a good story. Hundred yeah. percent. I would I would rather film a, vi a video in seven twenty with a really good story opposed to something that's got six K and just is very lackluster. Yes. Right. But uh, you know, and I think that something that's something that anyone can do. Professional, you know, anglers, YouTube anglers, anglers who who haven't chosen a a field to really dedicate their time to. Maybe someone who's just who just enjoys fishing, who doesn't want anything out of it, who just wants to tell their story. Right. But I think that's super important. More people need to do that, and it's a lot easier than most think. I mean, I I did it. <laughs> that's I mean, that's a testament right there. Yeah. So yeah. So I mean, uh, looking back, like, it, do you ever, you know, look at you know the John B. You know John. John B YouTube channel and look back at some of the old videos or is it like just like me is it extremely hard to look at old videos um and listen to yourself and see yourself you know five ten ten years I don't ago think it should be hard for you man. I think it should be really beautiful. I think it should be I think it what it is is it, it is it's a um it's kind of like a mile marker as yeah, to where you sure. can kind of gauge how far you've come yeah I think what would be scary is if I look back at those videos and not much change, but a lot <laughs> yeah. has changed. Yeah, yeah. Even aside from Good like answer. maybe my cracky voice my, or, or the <laughs> yeah. fact that I had, I was like, you know, uh, shorter and had really long, greasy hair and stuff like that. I think aside from that point, like I, 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 it is, yeah, to a degree like, oh God. It's hard. It's hard to watch, dude. But like, it, like it, myself, it me gives personally. me, yeah, no, it is hard, but it gives me, uh, and, and I think it should for you too, it gives me something to be like, oh, I've improved. Yeah. Okay. I've not been way. stagnant or stale. Sure. And I at least have something like a work, whether it be a tournament, you know, you fished or a video I created uh, that I could then say, I'm still doing this. Yeah. Think about how many people who maybe go back and look at pictures and like, ah, wish I was still doing no, that. Or I, yeah, wish, I still, right. yeah. wish I still fished that, that tournament circuit. Or I wish I kept making videos. I've seen people yeah. who, who are in that position now who have, who have had, just from a specific standpoint, had maybe YouTube by the balls or fishing YouTube by the balls and for whatever reason, and, and you know, like I said, it's it's up to whoever wants to make the decision, who had about had it right there in their grasp and just kind of like let it go. And I and I have to believe that maybe they're missing out on that a little bit just because at the time I saw how much they enjoyed it. Yeah, you know how much happiness it brought so it right. brings them. But it is a lot of work, and I know it's not for everyone, and it's 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 difficult to maintain con consistency, right? Absolutely, consistency yeah. is something that goes across any sort of uh, or is, is is a is a um, is something in the realm that of creativity, whether you're professionally fishing especially or. nowadays i mean people's attention spans so low they want it they want it now if, if they see you on instagram on a friday and you're taking photos or whatever they want to see whatever you're doing oh, that yeah. day the next morning like yeah. saturday and you know with that i mean you know you guys have like you know are very consistent about putting out content almost you know daily or or or, or by daily or whatever it is was ever was there ever a point where you're just like dude this is too much i gotta put yeah. a plug on oh it. yeah yeah i mean there I, I took a break last um last summer i took a bit of a break uh i uh you know i, I had just, to i had I had to i had to mainly because i i had a videographer prior and yeah. he was awesome and i think i got a little too comfortable maybe handing off some of the creative work to, yeah. oh, the, wow. to that individual. Wow. Yeah. So then I almost like kind of were like, I like lost that knowledge or maybe it might've been a no bit of knowledge creative drive, drive. Creative drive. Wow. Yeah. So it was like, you know, I filmed a ton, but not much of it, not much of it saw the light of day and it probably wow. won't ever just because I wasn't happy with it. Sure. Um, I try to be critical, not too critical, but I try to be critical with what I do. So there was just a period of time where I like, wasn't liking what I was filming. I wasn't doing anything creative. I was kind of, fitting back into that mold of the previous videos I used to film. Huh. Um, 
And then right before I went to college, I kind of threw it out the window. I was like, no kidding. I got to, I kind of have to be practical about my life. Like, what am I going to do here? Like, am and I, this was earlier, right? Before you went to college. Yeah. Earlier this, was, in your... this was like, I sold all my gear type stuff. Wow. Like dude. I got rid of all my rods. I had maybe one rod left that oh, I like, shit. Think I forgot to sell. Um, and I, uh, I like had a little John boat that I sold, um, and I went off to school and I'm like, I got to get real with life here. Like this shit's not going to happen. Wow. And then I realized like school wasn't it. And I'm like, I got to go back to the only thing I know how to do. And that is to make videos and, and fish. So I, uh, every, every other weekend I'd hop on a, um, it's like the Ohio version of Greyhound. It was basically a Greyhound bus. Hopped on a Greyhound, uh, got dropped off at Columbus. My grandparents would pick me up. They had a lake house in Ohio. And it was really good bass fishing, thank God. And uh, I would spend weekends there bass fishing, and I'd film videos. Wow. And that's what helped me get, get back into it. And I, I would do it because I needed to, something to keep me busy. I didn't have too many friends in college. Uh -huh. um, I, like, I was, like, in a dorm with this kid I didn't really like. He was, like, kind of this, like... Didn't fish. It's kind of like this racist dude. Yeah. He oh, fished. Wow. He fished. But wow. was, he just was not like the type of person I wanted to Kick associate with. with. Yeah. Not yeah. at all. Yeah. So like I had no one really like I, I was like, I have fishing. I have this camera that I brought with me. And um, I just go out to my grandparents place and, and fish in, in Ohio. And then there was a thankfully a river that kind of touched right next to where I went to school. And it uh, had smallmouth in it. Wow. So I, I filmed actually one of my big videos back then was the uh a cheap neko rig nice. so i went to like home depot picked up like Nails. actual nail weights <laughs> and i like caught a couple small and filmed the video and then i did like this one was like a one dollar bass pro shop popper yeah yeah people lost their mind about that they because, love that don't they because they just like a oh, one dollar lure like no one wants that and then i was like oh this thing's actually good you yeah. can catch fish on it so that got me back into it every check i got I'd blow it on something. I'd blow it on a, <laughs> I, uh, my first check, I blew it on a, a Metanium. One of those like older, yeah, yeah. nice, nice. Ones, yeah, oh yeah, all silver one. Yeah, yeah and yeah. I made a video on it. Yeah. And that video made me two X's to what it costs to make the right. reel. And I'm like, okay, there can, you go. I can do this. Yeah, yeah. That's when it started clicking. So yeah. like, yeah. that's awesome. The dude. financial side of it, uh, do you make more money like from what YouTube pays you or? These days, is it like partnering with companies for the She's video? rather upfront. No, it's fine. Yeah. I love I love. I, I want to know. <laughs> first and foremost, I'm super transparent. Um, I think, well, first off, I'm not huge on like brands. The brands that I rep the most are the ones that we we like have created or have, sure. you know, partnered with. Sure. I don't really do like one-off type stuff. It's hard for me. Yeah. I can't like, I couldn't promote Dawn Dish Soap in any of my right. videos. I just couldn't. They could throw yeah. a lot of money at me and yeah. it's just just hard, not natural yeah. i'd suck at it right. and i wouldn't and ultimately wouldn't benefit them and i'm like i'm too i have too much of a conscience to be like listen you're not gonna make any money off this i don't know it's it's wow. a bad thing I respect that, dude. it's a bad thing for me and i just can't do it um but i i so like with youtube wise i'm able to keep things going as far as like getting uh like cars and houses or how well, i guess I, I have a cabin it's cabin and a house paid for and then, um, like all my fishing gear and stuff like that. And just right. like day to day stuff, um, as far as like partnership goes, like we're not taking any money from our, our brands at the moment. Matter of fact, we're putting money back into, into it. it. Smart. So it's, uh, it's, it's one of those things where I, I do rely on YouTube pretty, pretty substantially right now. Um, I'd like to get hooked up with some, some brands that I like believe in, Yeah. but it's not like something that's like super important. You're getting me. after now. No. Yeah. No, because then it then to me it's it's hard to find like if I'm filming like a let's say this like if I'm filming like a like a kayak video right cool I'll go find a kayak brand 
Um, but like if I'm filming like a pond, something that naturally like naturally just fits, fits into in. place. Yeah, right. and that's it's a, it's a, it's, a, it's a problem of mine that I can't I can't do that because I face bills need to get paid. Everyone yeah. knows that, right. but I'm just yeah. like. So what? I mean, you can say you don't have to answer this, but what like low end? What's a bad month of for YouTube money wise? Uh, bad month. You don't have to answer that. No, it's okay. I'll bad, cut it out. Yeah, like bad. Yeah, we can cut it out. Bad month YouTube wise would be like probably like 15k. Yeah, it's that, not bad. No, We're it's, cut that out. It's That's not a little too personal. No, it's fine. I, I don't. I'm not cutting. No, yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah, you are. Well, the thing is, is like that may seem like a lot, but like the. But whole, when you talk whole, about like editors, camera. Yeah. Like, so like uh, you know, I've I've got Caleb who's helped me right now. Uh, he's an absolute. That's your guy, right? That's yeah, your, yeah. He's 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 wicked good. He's a young dude. He's a little bit younger than me, and he's just as passionate as I am about it. And he yeah. he uh he's he's all on board. So like I'm. I'm paying him. Uh, like I've got the cabin, which I use for content primarily. This is Maine. Yeah, this yeah. is up in Maine, and I got that place uh, just because, like, right now, like it's a hundred mm. degrees every single yeah, day. So, dude. like, going up, there, it's a hundred up there right now. So, like, is I'm it? screwed. Yeah, it's so hot. So, like, up there, I, I've got that. Like, I built a barn to put places. Like, so a lot of that money gets used. It goes away yeah. really quick. You'd yeah. be surprised. It's just like when I bought the metanium, I took that three hundred fifty dollars check go. that I first got and went. Doop. Yep, my bank went back to zero. Your but. tax lady's got to be really busy. I know ours, <laughs> our, ours gets very complicated. Too. They're so confused. Like I asked you the other day. Like I mean, I thought about it. I'm like, yeah, for YouTube, whether it's fishing, whether it's motorsports, whatever it is. Like technically, if that that like you were saying, like a side by side or a mule, like if that is featured in a John B video. And technically, that should be able to get written off. Yeah. But this is what you shouldn't talk about on no. video. Yeah. <laughs> this is tax, what we should edit. Yeah. On this episode, we're going to talk about tax Texas, loopholes. Yeah. <laughs> Waste, tax evasion. No, I'll tune out. no yeah. I, I honestly think I, I think there's a, there's a lot of... You play it safe is what you told me. There's a lot of blurred lines, but I, I, I try to do play it safe. Yeah. Like, I will do, like, a mule. I will. Because here's the thing. I'm not using that, like... For any other reason other than in, in the videos, yeah, yeah. yeah, like I'm not like I'm not like I've always wanted a side by side so I can right. flip it in the video. Like, oh, yeah. I hate that. Yeah, then I got to take it in and get it fixed. Yeah, right. And so yeah. ultimately, I, I would rather not do stuff like that. Yeah. But um, no, like thankfully, and, and that's the weird thing too is like you enjoy fishing, right? Like you guys love to fish, but it's also a part of your it's your business. Job. Yeah. yeah, when you're testing lures, yeah. you know, like there's rare occurrence that we're just going fun fishing yeah. usually we're going out there to do something it's, i don't remember the last time i did i fish without like a, a camera exactly. either it's me filming with caleb or it's you know jerry one of our uh our guys over at house or yep. you know um cam yes. or west yeah. or those guys like it's it feels weird yeah like it feels weird just like kind of going out there and fishing for fun and i know that sounds maybe bad to some people watching this but like when you've been in, in that you know in that scene for so long where you've been relying on being outside and yep. things to work out in fun place. It's, it, it is, it becomes, it's kind of like the beast, of the burden. Yeah. You know, it becomes it really kind of like you're relying, you're relying on fish to bite and you're relying on the day to be good. Yep. You're relying on your experience to kind of all work out. And it doesn't yeah. always work out. Obviously you guys know that best, but, right. Right. but no, actually uh, not to switch gears here. I brought something for you guys. Oh, oh dude. Yeah, I was guys, wondering what the heck. This so was. I got this a long time ago. I know you threw you were throwing some glides yep. uh, this this season, and I just think that they don't were, tell me that's a lure, dude. I just think there's the, no way. I just think some of the glides you're throwing how were, big that thing were is too small. Yeah, too it's small. not that big. That's the point. I think. Oh, uh, I saw the end of it. I Did know, you? Yeah, yeah. I know. At least I know the hooks. You don't, do you guys know what this is? What is? I know it? what that that brand is. Is it a spatula? Right oh yeah, 
Yeah. Right. What is is that a really Ryugi, good? That that's that brand. They make those. Um, Otaku free, sponsored by. Yeah, yeah. They but make a bunch of terminals. The hooks, the, are, the hooks are very sharp. I will say that, right. like like yep. surgical sharp. Um. Anyway, I know you throw glides, and I just don't think they're big enough. So I I used this in a video not too long ago, and I wanted to gift it to you guys. Oh you guys could. Gosh, dude, you guys could what? put this in your podcast room, or you could hang it up on the. Oh my the gosh, dude, Look at that thing. Look at this. Look at this. It's like, That's a, like glove. a glove. It does it's have like one hook on it. Though. It's got like, leather. Is that a legit Japanese swim bait? It's real. It is real, isn't it's it? It's like not. I can't take it's that. It's not novelty. Dude. I can't take that. Yes. I can't take that. So this is what's funny. I almost texted you, hey, bring one like lure that has that some sort of. Filthy, because dude. I, I want to have every guest like bring one and then like maybe I think on the with wall. this being the first podcast, whether this That's goes up first or not. huge, dude. This is something that I'm going to give to you guys. So this is a, no it's a, it's a manifold. What do they call this? I really came prepared, didn't Look at I? The nose on it. It's a manifold. Oh, there's actually a right up here. It's like leather. Here, bro. you can hold this real quick. Oh my god! Like, Those gosh. hooks are oh, heavy. Stingy. It's like oh, super it's heavy. Like it's like three thing. pounds. So it's a, a manifold seven twenty eight patino. It's made. So okay, feel that. Take a guess as to what you think that's constructed out of. It's leather. Yeah. Or what no. kind? Ooh. Some people uh, might so be some textured. Sort of it's like a yeah, some people might be a little sad about this. But. What yeah, what y'all kill? That's a snake. That's a snake. It's it snake is, leather. It is horse. Horse leather. Yeah, it's horse leather. How about that? Well, all right. Yeah, it's pretty I didn't know that when I bought it. I'm like, okay. Uh so yeah, wow. it's horse hundred percent uh vegetable tanning of horse hide. I don't know what that means. Uh there might be a little bit of translation joints in it, mixed dude. up that here. Is awesome. Yeah. So I so from what I understand, I saw so I saw YouTube or Instagram video of a, a guy in Japan throwing this, and I was like, "This is a meme. This can't be real." Sure enough, a couple of days later, Tackle Warehouse posts it, and it's for sale. I bought that at Tackle Warehouse. I think I was the one and only idiot. I that, can't take that, this, dude. Yeah, you can. I absolutely. will throw it and I will give it back. Is what I'm going to do. Well, you can't I can't take it. it. You can borrow it, bro. Yeah, Just I'll keep, borrow it. You, I'll you borrow can, it. You guys, yeah, you honestly. That is. A I'm going to get a mouthful. The deal that I was going to make is like. uh Next time you have a camera boat, uh, you just at least one cast, toss it out there. Just to watch the reaction. Just to like throw the internet in a yeah. spin, or dude. just have it on deck. Yeah, or have it on deck. 100%. Yeah, you just have, all you have to do is have it on your deck. And you got to do it with a straight face, too. Yeah. Like, you got to just, just act like, out. I've been throwing it all week. Yeah. Yeah, I got so many giant falls on this earlier. Like, no, so the oh story my. behind that is it, it is That's an cool. actual lure used. It has an intended purpose. And from what I understand, I could be wrong. Listeners might know. But it is essentially a way to draw fish in Ooh, okay yep. so rather than actually hooking fish yeah. and catching yeah. them on it, it yep. is a way to bird dog yep. right yeah it's a bird dog it kind of, you kind of figure out what's in the area and i mean that's a lure that's going in lakes like like, like you beautifully crafted dude like yeah. the finish on it oh, it's got like this pearl nuts yeah and they make i have the smaller what, one at home the, i don't know I what the, they, just I don't waiting know. yeah just, i don't know if it's waiting or you could tie like different, tie different angles yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah 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 and the cheeks have a hook point too I you see can put hooks yeah. right there i mean dude like it's ridiculous it's insane that is awesome dude. but i know i know you have a great a great appreciation for that kind that of stuff so, so i was like dude it's been sitting in my office very right? cool it's, it belong it belongs awesome. as a it's something that's going to get some more recognition. I'll borrow it. It's not mine. I'll borrow it. Definitely. Thanks, John B. That's yeah, of course. Sick, dude. Very <laughs> it's pretty cool. wild. The smaller one actually swims good. It's a 12 inch. Yeah. And it's a little bit more legitimate as far as you could probably get a on it. Is it also yeah, yeah. called the manifold? It's it's a different size manifold. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. So like I forget the, it's like maybe like a 178 that's or something sick, like that. Dude. 
But I yeah, wonder who cool, named man. it Manifold. Yeah, he could hang out with me for a little bit. I appreciate it. Dude. That is <laughs> rad. Pretty cool. Very and, cool. And you Thank can take you. the hooks out and you could toss it in the yard for your dogs and little crumbs. Nice, dude. No, I, I thought that was pretty it, wild, though. Very cool. So, But again, perfect example, like a little callback to what we talked about earlier. Like, there's some crazy stuff coming out of Japan. And, yeah. yeah. And it's. Uh, Their YouTube videos are the best way because they oh don't like gosh. to like let a lot out. But if you watch the videos, you can pick up on a lot of stuff yeah. that's going on. Yeah, no, you can figure it out. You can put mm -hmm. the pieces together. And sometimes you'll hear like an English like crankbait. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's an, obviously it's not a crankbait, you know, yeah, like yeah. stuff like that. But no, I, I love that. It's kind so of stuff. crazy because I, I mean, I've been there once. Have you been in Japan? Have I want to. Yeah. Oh, no, actually, I was for a layover. Oh, for a layover. For a layover. Where the hell were you? I was going to Australia. Australia, yeah. yeah. Okay. I need cool. to so bad. Have you guys been? Yeah, it's about the farthest. He has. I, have. I, I stayed home. I went with, uh, yeah, Megabass took us with myself, Aaron Martin, Luke Clausen, uh, Edwin Evers. Oh, cool we, had, we had a blast. Yeah. yeah. And like they told me, it's literally the farthest you could travel while still being safe. So it's extremely safe. Um, it's really weird. You go through all the, uh, you know, the, uh, like the subway tram systems and all that underground tunnels and all that. There's like zero trash on the streets. There's like hardly super any clean. graffiti. It's like super clean. People are respectful. Uh, you know, obesity, obesity is not an issue. Everyone's so tiny and they Nuts. just cruise around. It's just, uh, and then like the fishing side, it's like, how do you become successful a successful angler or personality uh, in the sport of bass fishing in Japan, and that's just it. It's all personality. Hmm. So, like, I, I ran into challenges when I was working for a, a Japanese company. Uh, you know, I, I ran into so many different challenges as far as, like, them understanding what what it takes to be a professional bass fisherman or, you know, how worthy is a professional bass fisherman yeah. in the United States because out there, it's literally like being a... TV show. Like a real-life, like, like a comic book you know character it really yeah. is like and if you look at like some of taku ito's uh you know videos he's got a camera japanese camera guy that follows him around and everything is just so animated and he talks with his hands and his face you know his face, so is he his is body he like language. really really big in japan then i think he is yeah i think i think he is and and uh and it's like it's not so much oh. the you know the you know the smallmouth win he had out here on on uh, on Thousand Islands. It's it's more of like just his personality and, yeah, and who he is as stuff. a as a character. And uh, they do like cartoons of him all the time, but it's definitely <laughs> it's like so yes, yeah, so different than 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 so what it, is valuable here. So it, it is it is as big as a lot of uh, Westerners perceive it to be. As oh, yeah. fishing yeah. Oh yeah. It, yeah. It, it, it definitely is. And, uh -huh. and, um, the other thing that's very just kind of, uh, impressive is their tackle stores. Every single tackle store is like, oh, think, of, nuts, think, of, think of an Academy or a, a Bass Pro and it's just all fishing stuff. <laughs> so instead of the boots and archery and, 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 and ammo section, it's literally all fishing. And, and, and what's really cool about the Japanese and, and their, their, is their terminal tackle. And everything oh, is just gosh. so precise. And you oh, talk gosh. about the hooks on here. It's just, you know, all the little coatings and how precise everything is and the Japanese engineering and um, and then the cost of engineering and all that stuff. It's just so different than how we do things here in the States. But you get what you pay for, that's it. right? That's it. I mean, that's yep. that's the biggest thing is like yep. it's it's a lot. It's If you feel a lot more comfortable spending that money because you know yep. who's creating it and what, right. what factors is coming out of. Yep. Um, so I've never been to – like so I – for – I've never been to obviously a Japanese tackle store, but my eyes like bloomed wide open when I went to Hong Kong one time and uh, my friend had been staying there for school and he's oh, like, wow. there's this, there's a, he's a fisherman, but like, I don't think he's like super into gear. Like I used to be really into gear. Like I was just a, a gear, gear freak. Yeah. yeah. I still am. I like, I still appreciate it very much. Yeah. So it was like, there's a tackle store. We should go check it out. 
and it was like a double-decker tackle store. The first level was primarily like fishing nets, cast nets, like you're kind of just base level stuff. And I was like, oh, this is pretty mundane. And then, matter of fact, this might have been in Indonesia. I, I might be mixing it up. But Hong Kong did have a really good tackle store. But anyway, first level, base level shit. You go upstairs, the whole atmosphere changed. Everything's oh, wow. like clean. It's like specifically bass fishing. I think, I don't, there's no, I don't know. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, Hong Kong. But it was bass fishing gear. And yeah, I think there's bass in China. Is there some? Yeah, you'd be amazed at where there are largemouth throughout the world because of our military. We exported a bunch of largemouth just uh, to keep our guys something. Really? Really? How about that? Yeah, I I don't want to talk too much about it because I have some like plans that (laughs) we'll talk about off camera. That would be. I know. I know what you're uh, talking about. I've I've heard there was something like 19. Not to steer off what I was about to talk about. My brain goes like this. Oh yeah, love it. But I think there was something like 19. I don't know when FDR was in. No, it was either Theodore or FDR. One. I think it was Theodore Roosevelt. He was in office. at the time, Japan was a monarchy, or it was it had been they had an empire. It was mm-hmm. an empire, I believe. Right. And the emperor, uh, they were basically exchanging um, gifts. Gifts, yeah. yeah. And uh, he gave like koi, and then we oh, gave him cool. largemouth. Oh, how about that? I don't that? know if that's true. Yeah, but yeah, I, I yeah. heard that's how they how uh, got their population, yeah. or how the, it, the initial bass wave started over there. I don't know if that again. That's, I don't know yeah. if that's true. <laughs> um, but anyway, the tackle store. I would. I went up to the second level of this tackle store, and I would. I found like reels that had been discontinued in the United States for such a wow. long time. Yeah, super old Corrado, brand new, like brand new in package still. Uh, stuff that I had never seen before, like some that's reels cool, with. Uh, like I think that's where I had got my. Uh, I had a DC Monster Drive and Terrace. Oh, nice. Love that reel. Still yeah. have it. Still have it. Yeah. Oh, Heck yeah. Like just literally bulletproof. Yeah. Um, but. I love that stuff. Walking around and just being like, this is not... Actually, I bought like I, an old Corrado there, too. So. I remember, yeah, uh, Aaron Martins, you know, God rest his soul. Yep. He, uh, man, we go to those tackle stores, dude, and they literally had to pry, literally pry them out, out of those stores, and we were <laughs> arguing over a, of a, the original, yeah, the original Roma Made Negotiator and the Shimano XN's DC, like the original ones, yeah. and like, we were literally just like, Tugging on it, pulling on like it. Here you, comes Luke you wanted Clawson. it. You wanted yes. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I ended up getting the real. He ended up getting the foil finish negotiator. And, uh, and, um, is it like the Al- Albaloni one? And, uh, uh, yes. Yes. Yes, yes it is. The, yeah. The blue yeah. back so you know one. We have here. a. We now have a blue black yeah. one and a green black uh, one. Yeah. Those are nuts. Yeah. And for, for those of you who don't know, it's just like a hand, like kind of like that, a handmade, uh, hand carved. I think it's cedar. I'm not sure what, what type of wood, wood it is. Yeah, it's all wood yeah. and uh, hand carved, hand painted, just beautifully just crafted uh, a jointed swim bait in, in an eight inch, and it actually catches fish. Yeah, so. yeah, it does. But, uh, hey, Chris, I vividly remember that. Flip these around. It's it's driving my OCD nuts. <laughs> <laughs> yep, like that. Thank Are you. mine good? Yeah, you're okay. good. Good. Thank you. Huh. All right. Does it feel better? Yeah. yeah. It's a lot better. <laughs> uh, way to kill it. Uh, uh, no, I got a gear question because I've paid attention to some of your videos. I've seen some Japanese rods on your deck and stuff. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Um, so some of that, like, hate that comes at the Guggens over the hard bait stuff, like, do you see you guys ever making some more stuff? Uh, you know, yeah, like- I, I wanted to do a complete reamp of. Uh, so our hard baits are partnered with Catchco, mm-hmm. um, and Catchco doesn't have. It's not like ownership in Guggen. It's like a no, partnership, right? Complete partnership. So it's more of a a, um, a royalty um, structured deal. Yep. Okay. So so it's a licensing agreement, and 
I think I would love to see a, re a second rendition sure. of the hard baits. I think they're a little stale now. There's some stuff that uh, I'd like to fix. Um, just as far as like, I think we we're a little bit lackluster in some some colors. Sure. Uh, I think we can we can get rid of some colors. I think we need to introduce some colors. And that was y'all's first launch too. You I know? know it hasn't it hasn't moved much. I think I think a lot of the the, the focus has been put on. You know, like after the after the hard baits, it was like rods, and like yeah, we're sure. really adamant on the rods. Yeah, um, I really do like our our scout scouts. It actually is a really great. And the other thing too is like we're very biased. Like there's some Guggen baits and Guggen Squad licensed products that I tend to gravitate more towards sure. rather than others. Uh -huh. And I, that's one thing that I always want to try to do. And I think we all try to just be honest about certain baits. Like sure. Rob might like a specific bait that I'm not too keen on. Right. Um, but I love the the scout, and I think the scout could be. I think if we just tweaked it a little bit more, What's it'd be scout? really good. That's just like our jerk bait. Okay. It's like our it's like our two to two to six or two to seven staple. Yeah, staple. Dive. I would love yep. to see like a a D, uh, like maybe like a dives to like eleven. There you go, or ten or something yeah. like All right. that. Cool. That's one thing I've been genre. yeah, one thing I've been really impressed with, uh, you know, uh, you know, getting on with you guys and being sponsored by Guggen Baits and and uh, and also the Bass Mafia brand that uh, that they're involved with as well is um, like the engineers like for example trey and coach isaac coach Payne. yeah the, one of the coolest things and the biggest selling point of this partnership is the fact that dude it's a 45 minute drive from my house right you live like 25 minutes 20 minutes away i live 45 minutes away yep. and uh and any like bit of 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 info or feedback on existing products like I could tell them directly right there. And yeah. a lot of times, like that example will be there the very next week that, or two weeks. That's from now. new, that's right? Y'all didn't have that the first round. That, that's about that. That's about a year. That whole structure has been, been put in place for about a year now, maybe a little bit less. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and that, that was something that was important for us. And that's one of the reasons why we wanted, you know, Chris on boards because, like, there's some stuff from just like, I don't know. Yeah. Like I don't know how to. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not primarily a very good like soft swim yeah. fisherman. I'm yeah. not. There's some lures that I like. Deep cranks, like not yep. really the best of deep yep. cranks, yep. and there's some, there's a lot of things that you are obviously way better at than we are for like a, like a wide range of genres sure. and specific types of fishing. And what's cool is getting to see you be able to take something and be like, "This is shit," yeah. or "This is great." Yeah, let's tweak Build this, on it. and then yep. you know, like Isaac for a prime example is yep. just like. Say less. Let's Done. do it. And exactly. He's, he's a bass fisherman. Yeah. You know, like so is yeah. Trey. Trey's a bass fisherman. Like that's it's that's the toughest part is working with folks that are just engineers. Yep. And people who are just engineers really yep. know how to create an awesome motion with the bait sure. and, and create some good stuff. But if you're not a fisherman and if you don't fish these lures yourself, then yep. I mean, why, why? make them? Exactly. You know, that's that's yep. the tough part. That's that's one thing I was impressed with of sitting down with your team is like you guys know what the hell you're talking about. Yeah. So that's yeah. Really cool. No, they're they're super knowledgeable. Um, I'm stoked. We got some really cool stuff that I want to. I want to be a part of too. And like, I'm not going to take on a project of a lure like that. I don't know anything about. Yeah. Like, I would love. Yeah. I think one one style of lure that I would like to really focus on is uh, how to create a really awesome swim jig head. Yeah. Like a really there like not like, like not a swim jig head, but a swim head. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, something that can be thrown something alone, sure. put on the A rig. Yep. You know, whatever you want to use it with. Yep. Something that you don't have to look anywhere else because. Yep. There's a lot of really dusty ones out yeah. there right now. Speaking of, I mean, yeah, I, I know you, dude. Okay, so the other day we went fishing and everything, and and Trait will actually pull this photo up um, uh, of these epic fish catches you had earlier this year. Um, you know, just west of here, there's a there's a big there's a big lake out there. It's got a lot of big bass, dude. Like I was super impressed the other day of like how efficient you are, and you've never. I don't think you've ever used uh, Hummingbird Mega Live. No, that was the That's first time in my boat. Yeah. 
dude, you were able to pinpoint like exactly with that A rig, and I love how you. I've never done this before, dude. And I was actually impressed. I'm I learned you something, haven't. dude. I haven't really. And like you're able to see your A rig on live, and like you're feathering it through the trees, and like you're keeping it just above the bass's head where they come up and rush it and everything. Yeah. Like how big were those sacks, and how big were those fish you caught earlier this spring? Uh, the first time we went where I caught that really big one, that was like a weird day. I hit it. I, I was again. I'm into learning stuff yeah there's been guys who've gone out there have pioneered that that specific body of water before uh-huh. they have that credit they can take that credit but i saw that and i'm like i want to learn how to do that yeah i think that it's something that i could a dumbass like myself can figure out so i with the a rig or a bait like a swim bait and technology we have today like, yeah. i wanted to try it out so like the first time i went there i caught that big fish in a one pounder that was it how big was that big one uh it was 1406 i think it was yeah it was a really really big fish and it didn't look real like i was just tripping um i knew it was over 10 and at the time i'd never caught a fish over 10 that fish has probably never been caught i remember looking at it it looked good yeah Yeah. it It looked really good it was a perfect fish and specific fish out of that that lake it was just and and you opted not to share longer it right yeah i just want to put it back yep uh, not yep. that I don't, I think Sri Lanka is an awesome program, but yep. I'm like, I think a lot of fish were coming just out of that lake. Yeah. And I was like, damn, let's yeah. just pull them back. Yeah. Let's just yeah, give yeah. one back and to the lake. the hell out of that. Um, we put it right back where we caught it. And then, so then rack, so then an <laughs> ice storm came and then I called rack. I saw the ice storm, in the forecast. I called up Rackley. Rackley's like a diehard. He's just whatever. Let's go bass fish. I'll bring the whiskey. You know, you bring the brats. Like, let's go. So ice storm was coming. I called up Rackley and I was like, let's go fishing, dude. Like you bring your camper it's and I'll bring my, my boat. And we'll just fish for like, I think we fished for like three mornings and uh, slid all the way to the lake. Three hour drive. It was like a five hour drive. Jesus, dude. Slow ice everywhere. It was bad. We both had single axle trailers. So we're just like snaking around. Uh, We finally make it set up camp and um, wake up that morning. And it's like perfect. Like it's, it's like for some, there's specific weather patterns. Yeah. Turn those fish on. And the ones that I've seen people do the the best on or either you've got a nice light breeze and some overcast yeah or you have just really bright sun and it's freezing cold wow so i don't know maybe people with fishes like would disagree but that's sure. just personally from the few times that i fished it seemed to do really good yeah so we got out there it was like like two to five mile per hour winds uh pull up to the first point and like the first couple of fish were acting right so i was like oh we just need to find some big ones you know yeah so caught like a couple like we got like a five and a six and then we went to this one point and I've looked at my graph enough to kind of determine what's worth it and what's not. Uh-huh. And at a lake like that, you are going to pass up fish. Not because they're all small, but you just can kind of tell, like, they're not in the right mood. It's not the right time. So it's like 10 a.m., saw this one. It was on top of a point. It was like a – it goes from, like, 15 to, like, 30. He was right in the middle on top of a tree. Went right over his head. He ate the rig. That was, like, 10, 6, I Watched think. Watched it all go down, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like, you almost have to because the trees are so dense yes. that if you don't keep that bait – either above the fish right, right. when they want it it'll just sink down and you'll get snagged yeah. constantly wow so caught cool. that one then we went around to some dirtier water uh fish kind of like a a saddle but we were on like it was an underwater point and then we fished closest to like the armpit of it and uh found another one that was in the brush this time and we watched him come up and out oh, of it. i mean that's sick that one ended up being 11 pounds i think people are mistaken that some people are mistaken that fish that big can move really quick fast yeah really quick yeah. i was like apex impressed predator. i mean yeah. this fish went from uh i want to say it was like six seven feet in like like two seconds just like that it in cold nuts. water too. in cold water yeah. too that's the other thing too is people were like you gotta you gotta marinate a jig right. on rock right it's like there's right. fish that are crushing 
seven wa- seven swim baits, five yeah. of which have hooks on them. Yeah. Um, and like it's no big deal. So we caught that one, and then we caught a a ten in the evening, and that whole bag ended up being like forty four pounds, and our two smallest were like sixes. That's insane. So and 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 that lake has produced multiple sixty That's pound awesome. bags, which is like what the Oh. Yeah, the Close qu- to yeah. The question is, is when does it go back to the bad cycle? Like, how long does I know? This I, last? I listen. I'm. You and I have a date. We all have a date. We're going. I think we're so. going next January. The, la- the last time we went to that lake was on my birthday, like what eight years ago? Drought. It was a drought, and year, it was during so. the drought. So it, no. Yeah. That, I mean, that drought's what helped it. Everything goes through yeah. a cycle. Droughts are amazing. It's like, like Amistad, right? Yeah. Amistad everyone hates all of the lakes around here. Everyone hates on droughts, but you need that stuff need peeled it. off, sure. regrown, a and then when it fills up, and then those spawns yeah. happen. That's that's where we get where we are. The lakes around here, they're fishing stupid. They have been for four or five yeah. years. Lake yeah. Oahe, and the it's same all because yeah. of the drought. Yeah, a lot of a lot of lakes fish really good this year. Yeah. It's not just that lake. There's been some really big fish caught even in the DFW area. Eagle Mountain. I mean, what the hell? Even a Aside from that 16, I heard it fish phenomenally Lots beforehand. Of and nines, yeah. Yeah, Lots of nines, yeah. Lots of three, big four years, it's been 30 long. plus pound bags. And, yeah. and the biggest thing is don't take advantage for it. Get out there and fish it now. Yeah. yeah I, totally. I kept my distance from this lake because you had some content creators already. I don't like stepping on people's. Not that sure. it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Matter, There's always that. I have that shit, weird yeah. thing in my head where yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to yeah. go do my own Work, thing. But I was like, right. fuck this, man. Yeah, I'm going to go try it out. It worked. It was really, it was a lot of fun. And just getting to see those fish, like, uh rackley was just like this is the coolest day of fishing ever and my biggest fish today is like six pounds so cool because so. i know i know you i know enough about you and who you are like you're driven by passion dude that is so sick like so, it's not like oh we need to go drive three or four hours to film content it's like no i you genuinely I love, love, love fishing I love it. yeah you love fishing i love being miserable shit, i love yeah. being cold <laughs> i don't like being hot i have yeah. to admit this is yeah. like the time of year where i'm like all right, let's go Sick. figure something. Let's fish the mornings and PMs. Yeah, or go to Maine, like you were saying. Yeah, yeah. or go to Maine and, yeah. and really grind it out there. Um, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't mind that at all. It's, it's. I think if you don't, if you don't work for it, it doesn't feel rewarding. Yeah, you know, I think that's a big important thing. Well, you got anything else for him, Trey? He got, he's got to get back to Mila and Kaylee. Not when you call me out like that. <laughs> Put you on the spot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, it's uh, it's it's, and we'll cut a bunch of this stuff out, obviously. But uh, I, no, I do. I've got more questions. Oh, you do. I'm not done. Okay, keep going. You mind uh, if I get yeah. another one real quick? Yeah, yeah, I'll get, I'll get. Totally. It for you. Thank you. Yeah. He's into short podcasts. I'm into long ones. Let's just get it all out. I like, I like long ones because I think those conversations last like what hour or something like right. that. Right, and you don't, you miss things like you yeah. have to develop the Spicy. conversation. When did you guys get this? We got the RV in uh, late March, April. Oh, cool. Oh, yeah, it's so, really new. But we we were going to run all Sonys. And, uh, That's the way to go, I think. Yeah. Well, I wanted to do that, but everyone was, like, scaring me, you know. Over. Just, like, just saying, like, user. They didn't know what they were talking about. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. And we waited for, like, two months, and Sonys were all backordered because of chip shortage. Yep. And then I was like, you know what? Were these available still? Mm-hmm. And I was like, screw you guys. I'm going to do it. And so I ordered them because I'm the one who has to edit it. Yeah. So. <laughs> Thank you, sir. And so, um, yeah, no, I'm I'm excited. I'm wanting to get a, a pocket uh, cinema camera, too, personally, because I, I do his reels and stuff. And so uh, I just got a drone. I'm new to all this, you know. That's. I, I wish I was new. There's a cool... Uh, in the beginning and where it's not really work you have that creative yeah i'm i'm the business person so 
most of the time I sit on the phone and on emails and on calls all day, you yeah. know? So it gives me like a creative outlet now that I'm not really fishing and stuff. Yeah. So. so speaking of like video and audio equipment, so like, like obviously like a couple guys were on it. Uh, maybe one guy was on it early, but like, so as a professional bass fisherman, like the latest kind of thing to become more valuable to your sponsors is, is hiring a camera guy to kind of follow you around, document either tournament fishing or tip videos or this and that all that's pretty expensive like yeah i have found like you're talking about caleb caleb's been with you a couple years now uh, no he's coming up on a year in november okay year in november yeah like that the demand for con you know not content creators but filmers is like extremely high right now Dude, i think it's like not, the balance it, is so it's yeah it's 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 completely off skew uh -huh. the balance is off i yeah. agree it is unbalanced yeah not only that, I don't. I, th I don't think there's really that many people out there hungry for it. Yeah. I, I don't. Yeah. I mean, the quality's not yeah. there. Quality's either. not there. Here's an. Here, I know jobs and occupations are weird right now. Yeah. A great way, I think, to make money, to get started and become your own boss, uh -huh. um, and an independent contractor, pick up a camera, learn how to use it. Right. Mm -hmm. Th that is. It is in high demand. I can speak from just our industry right and now. It's not fishing. going anywhere. It's not going anywhere. Yeah. Matter of fact. Rob is still looking for a camera yeah, guy. I know. I'm crazy. Who else was? Oh, uh, Ayo, one of the guys that, uh, Florida. you know, yeah, he's in uh, Florida. I'm an idiot. Alabama, I think. Yeah, yeah, Florida, yeah, Alabama. Yeah. They're like cross lines all the yeah, time. Yeah. Um, he's looking for a camera guy. It's crazy. It was hard to find Caleb. Yeah. And, you know, not only is it hard to find these dudes, but there's just like not a whole lot of really passionate ones out there Quality as well. Quality that know Quality. anything about fishing too, like yeah, for that's, us, you know, on the, on the tournament side, like with the level that we're trying to put out with him, like Johnny, like, and Johnny knows it. Yeah. Johnny is so valuable. Yeah. Like, he's good. Yeah. Because he so knows, he, yeah. you know, he knows what he's doing. Uh, he's good at telling a story. Most, right. That, that's a hard thing. Uh, it, it's just, yeah, it's rough out there. It's tough. The it's, cost of them. It's, yeah. it's expensive. And mm -hmm. also, too, like gear-wise, like we're breaking, I don't know about you guys, we're breaking shit all the time. Yeah. The water, like oh, you're, yeah. you're basically like. And you do the salt water thing, too. Yeah, we do there. salt water. Yeah. Salt water eats gear up. Uh -huh. Like, I mean, it's like basically taking uh, a paper mache crane and walking around uh -huh. balls of flames all the time. And you're <laughs> yeah. literally taking a camera, surrounding yourself by water. And right. it's like clumsy dudes and equipment. I mean, yeah. me clumsy with it. I mean, I break, I'm clumsy, yeah. but I even break stuff being super careful sometimes. Yeah. So I mean we're breaking stuff like we have a camera problem right now and it's the it's one of those A7S3s which uh, chip oh, shortage oh, hard I can't find, find them yeah. so I'm like I'm like let's find a way to fix this problem, um, but no I think it's I think it's really cool to see everyone from the fishing side get into content because yeah. it is an awesome way to tell your story and figure things out I think do you feel like it's diluting though like no no I'm super welcoming to any honestly right. now I what's insane is. I don't want to sound like an old head. I'm not. I promise I'm not an old head. Even though I do have a kid and I'm almost 27. It was crazy to see when first getting started on YouTube, how many fishing YouTubers there were. Right. The biggest fishing YouTube channel when I started had 1,000 subscribers. Wow. I watched them hit 1,000 subscribers, matter of fact. And they did uh, jug videos for catfish. They did how to create your own stink bait. Wow. Just to give you an idea as right. to like what what, it, what was. The, yeah. it looked like back then. Wow! And then now, fast forward present day, I see dozens of fishing YouTubers with over hundred thousand subscribers. Wow! I've never heard before. Yeah. Just because that's not. And I think I think a negative way to look at it is it maybe is a little bit oversaturated. But the way I see it is that it's just grown. 
And people it, have made it. People have figured it. out ways to grab the audience's attention and, and, and are now maybe hopefully living their dream. Yeah. And that's what's cool. And I don't think it's ever too late to start videos. I think what you have to do, though, is you have to be a little more creative. And that's something that I'm reconciling with myself now. Yeah, it's pushing yeah. up all that. Yeah. It's forcing you to actually the quality to step up. Oh, yeah. I can't just go out and, right. and not catch fish in a pond. Right. I used to film those videos ahead of time, and they would be like, shitty but i would still post <laughs> yeah. them and people would appreciate it yeah. that doesn't fly anymore anymore for real. right not for me at least wow um so i'm finding ways to and it's been helpful too because i i have more fun filming bigger projects yeah and i think good. that's the big focus right now good. because a lot of the videos that you see you go on youtube go on youtube and search fishing a lot of it is heading out to a pond challenge right beautiful challenge, there yeah. needs to be a place and time for that and that there always needs to that, that void always needs to be filled in the YouTube side of right. things. But you know what void is being neglected right now is well thought out, personable storytelling yeah. type projects. I, I was struggling with my YouTube channel. Matter of fact, I think it was this year, this beginning of this year, and that's one of the reasons why I brought Caleb on to help me out with this. Yeah. Um videos weren't doing so good. And I said, you know what? Let's peel it back. Let's film some videos that I filmed in the past and let's make them creative and and try to grab the audience's attention by doing stuff that I know how to do and that wow. I know people will be interested in. And I filmed that like little casting concrete series yep. in Texas. Nice. And it's what brought my channel back to life. Thank nice. God. I noticed that stockyards. Yeah. Uh, in yeah, the, yeah, yeah, we went through the stockyards. I stock know that yards. area very well. <laughs> yeah, I love the stock. It's very touristy, but it's... <laughs> and there's but fish down, right down there, Down in too. the water gardens. It's, we, we had our family photos back when I was younger really? there. Yeah. That's so funny. And a lot of people from Texas recognize that yeah, too, which yeah, yeah. the demographic of people that watch my video are from here. And I was hoping that if I film in places that people recognize, like the wood, we went to the woodlands in Houston, mm -hmm. which is like, no one fishes that. Yeah. It's a right. place where they row. It's really good bass in there. Um, wow. But that, that is something I want. I wanted to film a place where people recognize and people could comment and, and then share and be like, this, he went and caught a fish there. Right there. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. So, yeah, and, cool. and you know what? A lot of that is based upon, talk about idols too, like Mike Iaconelli, uh, City Limits. Yeah, yeah City yeah. Limits. Yep. Yeah. So like I watched that as a kid. That was one of my favorite shows because- he was doing stuff that no one was doing, no one, and yeah. it was very interesting because I lived outside of Chicago. Yes. And I saw my city yeah. on on that. So I was like, I can do that, but I can make it a little bit more less produced and more sure. just kind of creative. Yeah. I think that's what you guys should do, too. I think, you know, you're telling me your stories about how, like, you got started. Like, 10 years ago, you won your first boat. Yeah. There's ways to, I think, incorporate that into a video now. Yeah. And whether it be like going back to where you first started to learn how to fish, yeah. fishing some of those waters, uh, mirroring that with any sort of content or media that you might like pictures or yeah. like, I don't know. I, I think hire him as a consultant. I like that. Well, I, like Our I said, I like is tapped out right now. <laughs> I like seeing people do cool stuff, yeah, that is especially cool. from a video and fishing side of things. So I'm like, I'm full of ideas, but I am so quick to sometimes be like, ah, maybe I won't do that. Wow. I need to pull the trigger on some things. I've got like notebooks and notebooks of, how about that? Stuff I've not filmed yet, and I'm sometimes my own worst enemy. I'll be like, I don't have the time. I have the time. I just need to pull the trigger on them. <laughs> right. So, like right now, I think uh, I think probably once things cool down here in Texas, I'll start executing Get it. Yeah, getting after bringing it. some of this nice. to fruition. But Sweet. no, I think I think it's important finding different creative ways to to connect with your audience because mm -hmm. that's the biggest thing. How can you level with them? Yeah. All the while creating something that people have never seen before which is a lot easier said than done yeah but, yeah, but yeah, yeah there's a sure. there's a place for it for sure
Why do you think, uh, so there's a lot of like tournament, um, edits that are out there now. Like that's what's going on. Everybody, if you go on the dock, why do you think that's not resonating as much with uh, the YouTube audience these days? I think cause they're edits. They're, they're, they're only a small sliver of what goes on. Like a niche. Yeah. yeah I want, yep. you know what? Like personally, I want to see some guys boat blow up. There you yeah, go. Yeah. I want to see some guy run aground. I want to see some guy the reality. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I want like. Dude, the I think I think it's and it's there. It's right there in front of people's faces, and it's been there for right. a while. Yeah, one of the most viewed videos I think, as far as like tournament fishing goes, is when Ike pulls up on Kevin. I don't know, mm -hmm. if it was, mm -hmm. was it Gunnersville or something like that? Uh, no, Chickamauga. it was Chickamauga. Chick, yep. Chick, yeah, um, spot. bro, that is yep. so interesting. Right. Yeah, but I think one of the reasons why it's not highlighted so much is what you touched on earlier, is because uh, I think we talked about this before the podcast. Is like it kind of goes outside the brand the or or the norms of what. But that that needs to be shattered. It does. That, that's it a, does. so we we deal with that. Most of the we've gotten rid of most of the sponsors that care so much. But there's we still. I don't have think they're worth keeping around. Yeah. And that's what we're trying to do is is partner, even if it's just okay. We only have a handful of companies now with companies that just let us be ourselves. This happens. Products break. Whatever happens, you yeah. use other products. Just go be yourself. Have fun and and yeah. and let people see like what's real versus this like pc like formulated yeah you know? because it's not it's it's not uh it's so unattainable to get to that it, level well, like it's this so the my whole thing is it's not unattainable it's hard to i should say yeah, it's difficult to get to that back level. in the day especially the tv shows everything you got paid just by saying this is the product i was using you could be as right. product pushy and everyone believed you with what you guys have done, you've kind of like peeled back that layer. You can't do that anymore. Yeah. No one believes a word you say, like you have to show. And so, but still most of the people in our industry making decisions still feel like the product pushing is the way to go. Like, even if you look at, I'll say like, it's not, I mean, again, it used to be like that. You yeah. could, like we were talking about the Danes and Eel. Yep. Yeah. 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 That's all you had to do. I bought you know? one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I watched, I watched, uh, Bill or Houston, yeah. Bill yeah. Dance. It, he went to a, probably a, a loaded pond and yeah. caught like a 13 pounder. <laughs> I went and bought one, but that does not work anymore. No. People are, are smart. Yeah. Now, you know, you even look at like, uh, the, the new organization MLF that was formed, same guys with the same mindset formed that. And it's still like that product, product pushing look. So we're dealing with all that and we're trying to find like companies that are a little bit a different mindset or the, the hired new blood that see things yeah. differently, you know, some it's some it's, younger individuals. It's, it's, yeah. really, it's really hard because in the tournament scene, dude, you can't like, there has to be a fresh perspective. perspective be, like it's, it's, you know. I think people, their minds would be blown. Some of the emails that get sent after a tournament that are like, okay, guys, you can't do this or don't stand <laughs> here or blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Because that's bad for a product or, yeah. and, and it's just like, Come on, dude. The thing about like, the, the tournament edits trait, like uh, the YouTube tournament edits, there's a few of us doing so it. It's so PC. You know, the folks at JM, uh, you know, which is a production company that that, that uh, produces all the the tournament edits, yeah. they've been doing it for decades. It's nothing new, right? It's yeah, if nothing, it's not gaining traction, exactly. like if your wheels are it's spinning like same, and you're not going anywhere, yeah, you need to switch same, a different gear. Like exactly. it's not it, – I, I, but I think it's it's there. I think I think it's there and I think it's still there. Yep. I, I, I There's so many – like cool ideas that I could never execute because I'm not in that space that I think can do really good. Like talking about stuff like this, yeah. yeah. Somehow yeah. incorporating into video, like the evolution of bass fishing and and or tournament bass fishing and just some of the things that go on behind the scenes. Because yeah. I feel like there is such a thick 
veil over what people oh, don't absolutely. see. We only see. Oh, dude. I only see right. what uh, what happens when there's a camera boat on the uh-huh. water, yeah. and then what comes into the way and, or, yep. and else gets That's like it. there's no way in. But yeah. you don't see the drama yeah. between the anglers. It's like fifteen percent. It was hot. Like yeah. just that one where Dean. Ro- uh, they were going up the yes. river or something like that. Yes, out oh, and Dean. Yep. Yeah, yeah, out and cut him off. Yeah, out and cut him off. Yeah, yeah. that's gold. You dude. notice these are the it. only things I can think of when I'm thinking of like, yep. like it, or or the Paul yep. Elias example because that was an actual story. They right. did a, a magnificent job with yep. that. Yep. Um, because it's real. Yeah. And it 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 kind of it's interesting. Yeah, it's we're intriguing. humans. We love it. Yeah. Yes, people love. Them. And I'm not yeah. saying every video has to be no, drama no, oriented. No, no, no. But I think you know it's still needed. Yeah, it's needed. Look at I love NASCAR. And I love to see a guy punch a guy. Yeah. Like it's one of my hockey. favorite That's things. Why yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Or like yeah. just totally run a guy up into the wall yep. knowing the backstory of yep. the other race yeah, like, that went yeah, down. Yeah, this guy slept with that guy's wife. Yeah, like, totally. Yeah. yeah. Like, Throw like, that like, out oh, there. Damn. <laughs> yeah. Not saying it has to be just like that with, <laughs> yeah. with professional bass fishing, no, but you can humans. you can harp on that yeah. and, and do it. Um, not to steer off topic, but one video idea I think would be really cool that I think that would be awesome for y'all's mission or brand it would be um because you know you're originally from california correct Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i think it would be cool to go back and visit some of these lakes that maybe like what happened to california sure that would be such a cool series yeah what happened to california because a decade and a half ago nancy pelosi happened to california politics or what happened yeah Yeah. no it did really like farming like how how the agriculture do that incorporating fishing within that too Uh like like you could be on a lake right now 100 feet low, and it's like, this lake used to be it's true. Like That's the true. best bass fishing. Yeah. And then Lake fish Shasta. it, too. Yeah, Lake sure. Shasta, yeah. go and fish it, yeah. catch fish. Um, and then another cool idea, too, that I've wanted to do, I just, I just can't I can't pull the trigger on it, would, would be, and it seems like a really simple, stupid idea, but I've always thought it'd be cool, if it, whether it be myself or you know you guys or someone else, take this, um, fish every top-rated bass lake in the United States, fish five top-rated bass lakes. Sure. I fished Amistad, uh, three years ago and that was a place i dreamed of fishing yeah i got beautiful. to fish yeah yep. it's beautiful yep. and the fishing was actually pretty good i think i got in before it really started to dip mm-hmm. um but i'm like okay well i fished amistad and that's arguably one of the best because there's like this rapala game that i had yeah and all the all the lakes that were on there yeah oh nice it was like fish lake chickamauga like everything all all the quote-unquote cliche sure. good bass fisheries but it'd be cool to film a series where you know, you could even title it and make it the the mantra that fishing the five or ten best bass lakes in, in the country. world or yeah. the country. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and then go to each one and then tell the story. Meet up with people who live in that area who've been fishing there that area for so long. There you yeah. go. Getting their story, asking them what has happened to this lake. Yeah, right. Right. Oh, like how so did it cool. end up on this top ten so, list, and why does it suck now? Why does it suck like, now, yeah. or why, or has it gotten any better? better? Right. Yeah, most of them sure. I kind of yeah. suck now, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah. But yeah, no, I agree there totally. We're we're, we got something up our sleeve we're working on. I was on a call just before you got here and stuff. And that's what we want to do is focus on the media side for for us. And I'll say it publicly. Bass might not be thrilled with this, but I'm I'm not too impressed with tournament fishing these days and where it's headed. And uh, and I think he's amazing at what he does. I think he's got so much knowledge. I think Johnny's amazing. And so we really are putting our eggs in the media basket. But, you know, we don't have that YouTube built up yet. So we don't have like a... A cash flow there right so we we depend on our partners you know and he's still tournament fishing so our expenses there are astronomical yeah and then to do the media side too it's you I, know i don't think you guys are like in a bad spot though at right. all. Oh, like yeah. i think i think i think not even i'm not talking about like from resources wise i think 
given the ex- like experiences, everything. Right. There's so many He's different legitimized. things you guys have experienced yeah. and have cultivated over the years that I will, someone like myself will never be able to right now where I'm at currently. Sure. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that's, and, and you've, you've fished all over bass fish, spe- specifically all over the nation. Yeah. I have only bass fished a handful of places, yeah. which is weird to say. Like I've fished a lot of places, but not necessarily bass fish. And, in the most pressured of scenarios, a lot of times. Yeah, like yeah. the most. Forces you to learn little interesting. You're fishing on the 4th, and it's going to be blowing 30 miles per hour yeah. and yeah. raining on the 4th. And, right. but I, I don't, I, I'm like, I'm, I'm, when, when I found out that we were working with y'all and Chris, and like that, that made me excited because I've watched you for quite some time. You bring a level of energy that needed to be had. And if organizations or brands or, you know your peers don't value that then they're completely in the wrong yeah, i appreciate because you saying that. because like as much as i like watching dudes like i i, I forget that this sounds my i might catch black <laughs> for this but I, and this comes out of uh you know respect and just honesty it's like i forget kevin van dam is still fishing yeah yeah you know what i'm saying oh yeah i i, I, don't, exactly I, I don't like yeah when he was what 19 20 years old when he first got started that was hot shit yeah. even furthermore when he was just toppling these clouds. Yeah. Like, yeah. Not that he's not crushing Even A-O-S. if he was winning and crushing now, it's, yeah. it has nothing to do with that. It's just, no. that's gone. It's yeah, been no. a pad. Yeah, like, there I needs know. to be a refresh. Let's hit that it. reset button. I know Let's it. get a new group of guys in. Yeah. Whether they're winning every event or they're just there. They're yeah. just there. They're showing up. Yeah. They're they're we awesome in front of the camera. And they just, yeah. they're they're just sociable individuals. Yeah. And, you know, you're that's super what, sociable. That's what fishing needs. That's what fishing needs. More of. needs it. Opposed to the guy who's got the rat boat at the gas station. He's not approachable at all. He's sitting there with his white Oakleys on. He's just like, bro, don't even <laughs> look at that guy. Cans. Yeah, yeah. Or he'll, uh, you know, he takes his glass off yeah. and pull a laser right through your, yeah. your chest. Don't, yeah. Don't Homeland, look at that guy. Homelander style, dude. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Homeland. I need to watch that. Oh, no, you it. haven't seen yeah, it. I've seen memes everywhere. No, I've not seen memes everywhere. I know. I know. You'll love it. That's like one of the top three show right there. I don't know if it's grill marketing on their part, but the memes alone have piqued my interest yeah. to the point where I'm like, yeah. I've had no interest in watching the show until now. So yeah. the first season when it came out, um, you they totally weren't going to make a second season. Like You could tell it was made only for one season, yeah. but it was so good. Yeah. Was it really? So yeah. good. They Dude, had no damn. choice. You got to. Oh, Even if you're yeah. not like, because I'm a super, super, like I'm like into the whole Marvel. DC. Oh, you uh, are? So, we're yeah. not. We're not. Okay, so, okay, that that was all. Yeah, They totally like, they it, you can it. read into what they're, they're talking yeah. about Hollywood yeah. and fake people. Oh, and, it pulls it up. Oh my, it's super deep. It's amazing. Okay, I'm sold now. Yeah, no, it's so good. Yeah, because Kaylee's not into that kind of stuff so i'm like why we're, nothing, we're not awesome. into that kind of stuff yeah. and we the boys if yeah. you guys haven't seen it the boys it's awesome yeah. 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 Ma- for my mom don't watch it yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I've, I've i've seen some clips and i'm like oh that's yeah. that's that they is for a specific it's audience good. well with that dude we got well, how long did we go hour hour and a half no clue. I got like one thing to talk about if you yep. guys want to go. Yeah. One more. I have one more too. And then, sure. then we'll one more. Heck yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, I got you. When I was asking you like what a low month is, like those are the things like the tournament, like Mitch. No, it's okay. The, the tournament Mitch doesn't understand and they need to understand like where that business is. Like honestly, yeah. they have no clue. You know? I don't think that. Well, it, it, sorry, you're saying that they just think that like there's no money to be made. And I think so. I think they think <laughs> it's like. Full, like you guys are full of it i really do how this sh- th- but this has been going on forever how i can know it- i don't know oh no but i they say they say the same thing about me with like the rods i have in walmart i see these comments on forums that are like she doesn't make anything walmart like that. sells more 
product than what is it? Uh, Dick's Cabela's yeah. Bass Pro Shop combined. You're looking at 3,700 stores, and they'll be like, "Oh, her face is just on that. She doesn't make money." And I'm like, "Jeez, like it's like." And that's when you come into, okay, are these people just bitter? Well, you know? also too, or do, do these people really have their understand? own rods? Yeah. These people also have their own rods too. Like yeah. you got to think about it. Like these these people are probably. They just don't understand don't the business. Side. Yeah, yeah, they don't understand business, and they probably don't have their own ventures. Right. Or if they do have ventures, it's shit in the bed. Yeah, yep. there's exactly. a lot of products out there backed yep. by specific names that probably don't do too good. Exactly. Um, but it's just uh, it doesn't bother me at all. Okay. Seriously, cool. don't don't worry about it at one bit. I just like that. Those are questions that I know. You know, people well, want to know. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And I I I I see it now more than ever. Is like. Um, Fishing YouTube is definitely, it's, it's, it's all, it's cross section now. Like you can see what people, people want to expect this type of content mm -hmm. from this kind of person. But right. the overall theme is it's got to be interesting. It's yeah. got to be something that Has is relatable yeah. and that people can f follow in along is a big thing too. I've myself over by filming a video in Florida and then I'll go film a Texas video and like, people are like, wait, what? Yeah. Really? Not, I want to so say like weird, even like yeah. a, a, all the time, but yeah. it happens. Even yeah. like a bigger a store, a bigger story within the story. Is that what you're saying? Yep. Like Flair is not he's not filming as much fishing content, but one thing that always you can ex, you can anticipate with Flair is it's always usually taking place in the farm. Yeah. So with my my first time I went up to Maine, all my videos took place at that little shitty cabin, yeah. and people loved that. Every morning was like a new day. Yeah. Related yep. with yep. that yep. cabin environment. Exactly. Whether we fished or worked on the boat, or yep. they didn't care what we were doing. Right. It was just that, oh, I, I'm tuning into another episode, and that's the whole Netflix mentality or yep. TV right. show, yep. Yep. you know, like Homelander. Like, you know, it's it's the third episode of Homelander is not going to take, it's not going to be a cartoon, or it's not going to take place in right. Indonesia. Right, It's right. always okay. kind yeah. of, you know, kind of the baseline of what you're, the train what, of thought, yeah, and what you're consuming. The trajectory is always there. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. So, huh, interesting. interesting. Yeah. That's, that's my hypothesis, by the yeah. way. Yeah. I don't know if that's true. I, that's just something I've observed. It's tough sometimes transitioning from Maine content to Texas. Wow. And then back. It's almost like two separate audiences. Yeah. Oh, completely. And one thing that is crazy too, that I, I've, my eyes have opened wide open to, my you know open up to is the fact that there is a humongous demographic in the midwest that people yeah. neglect yeah i neglect yeah i'm from Everyone the midwest does. and i forget that yeah mm -hmm. uh you've got minnesota wisconsin yeah yep. god bless it's so illinois yeah but there's a lot of people that watch videos yeah. my videos and our videos who are from illinois yeah right um and I'm like, well, we're down here catching like fish in Texas, in Texas. right? Is so that relatable. Yeah. So I think what we're gonna do is we're gonna try to go up to Minnesota. And, so and yeah, we kind of we ran into that. our numbers are a lot smaller than your guys' YouTube numbers. But when we ventured off into the saltwater thing, it was like a complete crash. Done. Yeah. Yeah, it was weird, dude. Done. So yeah. that's okay. So that goes right in line with your hypothesis. Yeah, the the saltwater thing is is weird too. Yeah. Like I've I think there's a certain a uh, certain number of my viewers that come out of the the. The wood works for the saltwater stuff because yeah. it sometimes does good. I think what makes saltwater, my saltwater videos do good is because I'm like just I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, right. okay, like right. I'm not like I, I hate which going is like, on like a ninety percent of your viewers, right? I mean, that, yeah. not everyone's can saltwater. Like start yeah. starting from fresh, yeah. and I'll bring like bass gear too. Yeah. People love that shit. And you yeah. bring like a seven foot rod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you go out there. There you go. Um, but hmm. before we pause for refreshments, uh, one thing I wanted to talk about because I know. So what part of California? You were from Sacramento? Uh, San Jose. So San Jose. Where? Yeah, so Sacramento is uh, north of the San Francisco Bay Area. So okay. San Francisco, an hour south of San Jose. So we had the California Delta, which uh, is the San Joaquin and Sacramento Rivers. 
Um, so like if you're coming from the Pacific Ocean, you go underneath the Golden Gate Bridge, San Francisco Bay, and then that those rivers that flow into the San Francisco Bay is the California Delta. Delta. Yep. Yeah. So that's where I grew up fishing. So San Jose. Okay. So millions of people everywhere. You're from California. How does that? At the, I know it's hard to contrast because you're here in Texas at a different point of time than you were back then. I mean, social media, uh, Instagram wasn't even was it even a thing ten years no. ago? Something? No, no, none MySpace, of that. Like YouTube is not a thing. Yeah. It's yeah. mobile. Yeah. Um, so it's a little bit different. But like, what? How does the community compare? Uh, as far as camaraderie, lack of camaraderie, uh, did you feel like it was a comfortable environment opposed to in Texas, or how wow, did, was dude. that mirrored? Or? That's a good question. I feel like you asked that question because you know already know the answer to it. I kind of don't, but I maybe do. So, and 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 you talked to Johnny, my camera guy. He's also from California. Oh, California, sweet. not only politically and pretty much everything else. Uh, they're in their own bubble over there. They really are. But like, especially bass fishing, it's super clicky out there. Just think about, think about the border they have to cross to tap. Literally, they drive wet. We had to drive west for, you know, what, 17 hours, 18 hours before you got into decent fishing, which was Texas. Texas is about the furthest you could live west. As far as bass goes. Yeah, yeah, was that, that was yeah. from us. Las Vegas. That wasn't even from California. Well, that's what I'm saying. You got to drive drive 20 hours. That whole border. So you got California, then you got, you know, Arizona, Nevada, Colorado, Oklahoma. That's where your fishing, you know, that's where your good bass fishing, you know, starts. And then you go southeast. Like literally a bubble. It was absolutely a bubble. Everyone knows everyone. Uh, there's the Northern California thing and the Southern California thing, which is completely different. Was that divided? Yes. Yeah. The SoCal boys were the flat build you know, big swim bait guys who don't give a shit about social media or posting pictures of 10s, 14s, 16s, 17s at the time. Astronomical big shit. swim baits. Yeah, My, it's crazy. The reason why I'm asking is because, uh, you know, Illinois kid, 12 inches of snow on the ground. Yeah. I would buy Bassmaster magazines and see these fish on the front cover. Yep. I'm going to do a little name dropping here just for the sake of conversation. I yep. don't think it'll ever come back to honest. Who gives a fuck anyway? Yeah. But so some people, for example, like, that's why I was I was curious. So like it, so it is a bubble. Yeah, it's very cl- clicky. That's Super, what we use. Yeah, that is something that I I, I see yep. or I've heard through uh, the outside end because I've been to California a few times. Yep. and the few times I've been there, it's been for calicos and shit like that. Nice, yeah. Um, but the the thing that blows my mind is it's almost like once that those reservoirs stopped producing, it seemed like a lot of people hung up the rods. Yep. For example, maybe you, this one rings a bell. Joe Everett. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh yeah, Mission VA. There's a bunch. There's a bunch of dudes down there just like him. Quit that, fishing. Yep. yep. Golden algae bloom. Quit yep. fishing. Mm-hmm. Crazy. There's no opportunity like there is in the state of Texas, great state of Texas, or Florida. But where do you hear about that anywhere? Like some guy That's who is thing. top dog. Yep. Literally, and this guy's got like, I mean, yep. This is again before social media, so like that was your social media, like yep. seeing that Magazine. kind of stuff. Yep. And then he, and I remember I followed him on Facebook. I don't know why the hell he accepted me on Facebook, but I followed him. <laughs> and I remember after that golden bloom algae kill, um, he's like talking about he's like I'm selling all my gear. It's crazy. Fuck this. I'm like what? all all those so calling, bro. You couldn't make a living. Like even like me grinding like on the AAA circuits, and then the FLW had a, a pretty big circuit out there where it's five thousand dollar entry fee, hundred thousand for first. Yeah type of thing um but like there's just no opportunity there they're really very good there's literally n- n- very limited opportunity out fishing out west 
And it just, I, I really applaud the guys who stepped out and said, you know what, I'm going to get this done. I'm going to travel east, fish the Opens or fish an FLW tour. Get out of this it, realm. Yeah, yep. it totally. And the other thing, like, and it, and it kind of runs parallel with the type of fishing there is out in California. The lakes are a lot smaller for one. Um, and Tiny. Tiny lakes. They man. got rules too, right? They got they got little fish at night sometimes. Yeah, twenty dollar freaking launch fees. Literally twenty twenty five dollar launch fees. Oh, Havasu when we went, it was fifty bucks. Fifty bucks. This is two years ago, three years ago, matter of fact. And then like the mu- you know muscle inspection stuff like that. It's a huge pain in the ass fishing fishing out west. Wow. And, and uh, yeah, just uh, there's no really opportunity to make money. All the team circuits are all smaller. The participation alone. I mean, look at some of the FLW, you know, uh, pro ams they have out there. Hundred boats, ninety not, boats, not even a hundred. Yeah, I don't ninety know boats. The last time I looked, oh, at so the enthusiasm is is has dropped significantly. Uh, they, they'll support somewhat. They're this is an outsider looking in. They're they're local, whatever the newest team trail is. Yeah, but it's the same guys. But even there, the numbers just aren't there. Yeah. And uh we've talked to a lot of people cause Johnny's from out there. He's from LA, but you know, his friends are fishing all those circuits and stuff. And the, they the, are, yeah, the, the morale seems pretty down out there. Yeah. Just a lot it's of conversations. Just, no, there's that, the opportunity is just not, not there to how good the fishing is and how just amazing that bubble is. It, it's really sad. And it's a little bit depressing here. I'm going to talk about, is it, st- is it still like, is there still good, I mean, they're I still know. good fishing. Is oh yeah, okay, definitely. Yeah. I, we, he just though you just heard Clear Lake is kind of off this year. Yeah, Clear Lake's the one that you rely on to to film great stuff, and and yeah. year after year after year, you know, it's known for 35, 40 pound bags and in, in, oh, wow, okay. in the month of March. You, you need to go. That's where I'm ignorant. I, yeah, I, I always assume it's just kind of like. Yeah. Yeah, no, the, the fishing's still, still good. Yeah, yeah. that's good fishing's, here. Fishing's good. There's some lakes up there, like like the Lake Shastas and things that are losing a lot of water, but the fishing's still good. Big yeah. giant spotted bass. It's, it's definitely it's it's a long way to travel. But if you think about like bass, you know the tournament organizations, they, they've had you know their their uh, their kind of participation or their commitment to the West is definitely diminishing, uh-huh. and and you got to think about their return. Probably not that good. You it's know. weird because it's such a big populated. I know it state. is. It really is. And there's there a is. lot of money spent on bass on bass fishing out out in California. Mm. But there's a lot of taxes and fees there that are. go along there with sure owning a boat oh, out there yeah. and stuff that yeah. we don't see out there. Yeah, there's a luxury tax it's for owning a boat. Then, yeah, you know, it it's not a good environment. Yeah. 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 And but then, you need to go at least one. Oh, yeah. Well, you've been calico well, fishing. I need to go back. Yeah, I, need, I definitely need to go I back. Yeah. We're I gonna go this winter. Yeah. We're we're trying to figure out how to get out there and, and film some yeah. stuff. I like, in all honesty, I like San Diego a lot. Yeah. yeah. Aside from the fishing, and right. I know the fishing's really good. Yeah. Coastal, and then also yep. inland too. Right. I mean, yeah. it's 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 a cool place. I I really like I like California for its natural beauty. Yeah. Yeah. Um, climate's just climate. unbelievable. Yeah, the climate is insane. Like yeah. on days where it's brutally hot here brutally cold here it just seems to be perfect even there. Killed yeah i lived out there nuts. all the time my freshman year of college i lived in orange county and it was amazing so great yeah you can see why it's so popular yeah, yeah. but it's yeah. it's almost not worth the squeeze it seems like these yeah. days as far as as far as like a bureaucracy and stuff there's no tax incentives there's just yeah yep. financially you can't make it make sense yeah, yeah. No. no matter how it's, good it feels. And it's a shame. But don't come to Texas, please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah awesome. Please don't come to Texas. Awesome. No, just kidding. Yeah, you and I both kind of uh, immigrated to Texas from big cities, dude. That's yeah. crazy. And she's been here her whole life, and her whole family's been here. I, that, yeah. We love Texas. I never thought in a million years I'd like Texas. I know. I came here from Illinois, and uh-huh. I'm like, I'll give it a shot. Full intis- fully anticipating to maybe move 
somewhere yeah. else or move back home and yeah. I never see myself yeah. living full time yeah. right. anywhere else because um, this isn't how my case move, not moving to Texas, <laughs> yeah. but, but it's, yeah, no, I, I like it here a and lot. Think of the lakes we haven't fished yet. I mean, how long have you been here now? Dude, I've got, you should see my Google maps. I've got stars Pins everywhere. Yeah. And then someone will mention a lake. I think maybe you mentioned one the other, or yeah, two days ago and I'm like, damn, I didn't hear about yeah. that one. Yeah. And I'm all on that yeah. stuff. Like not knowing yeah. about the lakes, but I'll hear yep. about them and I'll be like, okay, I'm going to go Mental fish note. that. Yep. Yep. So it's, uh. It's 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 a and what's so funny is these all these all these lakes were constructed, mm -hmm. you know they're all dammed. Yep, dammed up with yep. the exception of Caddo, and Caddo still has a dam. But yeah, it's weird. Um, no, I'm glad uh, I'm glad we got to fish the other day, and then like get just this whole you know partnership with the House Outdoors and Guggen Squad and and uh, and Bass Mafia. It's been it's probably been the best. It's literally has been the best move of my career, like period. And just the opportunities moving forward. That's good awesome. to hear. Yeah, like I, I think if anyone's unhappy with like within our group, it, I think it reflects generally upon everyone else. Like I don't. Yeah. You know, I think there was a level of an unhappiness prior, um, just with some of like the partners, and yeah. we're getting that fixed, and yeah. and that's that's the cool thing about it is yep. we don't want anyone to feel like uh, you know you're not an essential key part of the, what the, we're doing. Yeah, the thing is like like and the numbers show you guys are all winners and you guys love to win and your drive is like you know just like off the charts and it really is and then to be a part of that kind of team that's that's literally what you want as yeah. a. 10 you know 10 year veteran of uh, professional bass but fishing when we were looking at it from a, a business standpoint when i was looking at it i knew what he's good at and i could see over the years what you guys were good at whatever your lanes were you on media whatever the things y'all had figured out that no one we were partnered with had figured out we hadn't figured out and for me like i knew he could help you guys i knew he could bring a level that y'all needed yep. especially after being in your office and seeing the hires that y'all had made and y'all's ability and want like to do things in a certain way. And then I knew he was a piece of the puzzle that could help get there. Right. And y'all also brought something that we had no clue how to do. Like it was a good balance. Well, that's, that's like, a, that's like just a, the general mantra of like, you know, like strength works in numbers, mm -hmm. but those right. specific numbers that are coming through all have a quality yeah. that is separate to the others. Like yeah. no, there's no two that, that are alike. Right. In other words, like, you know, you specialize in a, in a, in a field and in a, in a genre and a, in a, uh, in a certain momentum of, of fishing that we know jack yeah. shit about. Yep. And I love when it. it comes to being when it like, yep. I mean, you could tell me something about a specific type of swim bait or something that has to do with a worm that makes it better than others that I would just be like, yeah, <laughs> okay. I, I don't like, you know, and I, and I'm into it. Yeah. I'm about that's that. Cool. Like I'm, yeah. I love gear. I'm into it. And I think I know, but I don't. And that's why it's awesome to have people part of the team that can bounce ideas off of that can improve. And then ultimately like, it's all about like just trying to figure out ways to, yep. to collaborate. Yeah. Because yeah, if you've got people who are saying, Hey Chris, this is your swim bait you're going to fish with this year. Or you say, uh no 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 yeah. we're we're gonna do only this genre of baits and yeah. you got like and, and this is the only thing i'm gonna promote like yeah. it's ways to figure out like you know we're all excited about this let's make it the best shit ever and that's the that's biggest awesome. yeah we're in this kind of point now I'll, I'll be fully honest with it and this is me personally and you know i i feel like we're in a point now where we get to really improve upon some of the baits that we already have yeah like i said i'm not super excited about some stuff that we already sure. have and i want to really other than just making a bait with our name and our brand and our colors right, attached to it. Right. I really, really am passionate about making the best of a certain thing. And the first or third or fourth 
rendition of that bait or that product may not be the best, but at least we're trying. Yeah. Right. At least we're trying to make the best shit. Yeah. And there has been some times where I don't feel like that's been the case. Yeah. There are some, we make some really, really good shit that I would not change. Yeah. Um, but there's some stuff where I'm like, nah, we didn't hit it. Let's try again. Um, that's awesome. But with the stuff that you're working on with Isaac, I'm like, I'm, I, I, I Coach Payne, I always, me, dude. I always bug Isaac. Yeah. I'm like, can you just give me that? Well, Chris is coming yeah. earlier. I'm like, yeah. all, right, all right, let me just yeah. look at it then. I want to just touch it. This so. late, yeah, this latest one is is unbelievable. So cool. Yeah, we had it in the it. boat the other day, and uh, yeah, we're we're very, very it close. Will, it will zipper some folks' mouths oh, yeah. for sure. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what All else. original. It's yeah. all. It's money. Yeah, I can't wait. Not, I can't not, wait. not that that's Cut. the goal. Yeah, no. No, yeah. So. It'll do that naturally. No, that's the so. goal. Yeah, <laughs> trust me. That's I, the yeah, that's the mentality. No, yeah. but but yeah, yeah. That ha- that whole team. As soon as I walk in the office, there literally, it's a it's a very tight knit bait ball, and it's yep. definitely you guys definitely have like each other's backs, and there's not one guy that strays off because he gets eaten. So yep. you got to maintain that that uh, that school. Yeah, so. man. That's why it's not it's not the Guggen, it's the Guggens. Yep. There you go. For sure. So and everyone's a Guggens, and, and and with our brand, just trying to come up with different ways to disrupt the industry well that's awesome man well, i can't wait to uh, i can't wait to not only have you back on uh the pod here yeah but definitely i'll bring, go, I'll bring go a back fishing again time. yeah shit <laughs> <laughs> dude that is awesome man yeah. I, I really appreciate it no worries. like before we sign off and do that do you have any bit of life advice for any of the uh any of the viewers or any hey how about the guy like the youtuber that's just trying to be the next john b or yeah. the next rob turkler or I think, anything i think the biggest thing and this is again one of those instances where it's easier said than done but whatever you put your time into you got to be passionate about it yeah. you know i i I've, the people that are the most successful generally are the ones that love what they create the most and uh i'd say whether it's fishing or creating music or writing or maybe it's videos are all combined yeah. which is kind of crazy you could do that um you just got to be super super passionate about it but thank you guys for having me on That's this is awesome, fun dude. i love this Thanks and uh, can't wait to do another one Thanks, bro. Take care. Thank very much. Thank you, guys. Is that how we're ending this? We out. Let's hope it all works. Thank you, dude.